So I'm not coming as some shill who needs to defend very, them. Again, can you say that they have not taken very sympathetic? Have you ta to not taken in comparison, any, in comparison any, to any parts of in this? comparison to when what you to be continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. And welcome back once again to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. I am one of your hosts, Miguel Alejandro Velez here. I'm the other host, Edward Ding <laughs> here. I'm Jonathan Vergara. That's me. <laughs> Our producer, uh, we are coming to you from the lovely Pancake Studios in downtown Brooklyn. Park Slope area. Yes. If you clicked on this, th this is <laughs> this is of course the momentous eleven-year build-up towards spoiler review discussion Destruction. for Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame, and this will be a full-out spoiler review. Discussion. Go if away you, if you don't want to if know. If you anything. have not seen this movie, go away. We are going to talk about it in go its to Ron, detail. Go listen to Ron Burgundy. Go listen to Conan. <laughs> go listen to Dax Shepard. <laughs> Get nasty. Ooh, touch your body. <laughs> people who listen don't to, tell your mama. <laughs> people who listen to Ron Burgundy's podcast will know what uh, we're referring to. Uh, we were able to all see Avengers Endgame, which uh, came out on. The 26th. 26th. Here is a Friday, you know. And um, I don't know. This is a face melter of a film. This is a giant movie. This is, uh, for anyone who is a superhero fan, is uh, is the cinematic mecca we've been all building towards. So I just want to get down to it because this is a lot of film to cover. Uh of course, this movie is the sort of the end point of a, of a certain chapter in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, directed by the Russo brothers, written by Marcus and Mathili, and of course starring the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Half of Hollywood, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> C cameos we didn't even think were going to be in this movie yeah, ended up yeah, in yeah, the yeah. film. So... I'm going to go around to our crew here, and we are going to get general impressions, consensus on the film, the general, and then what we're going to do is we're going to break this down uh, via the characters and their arcs in mm -hmm. the film. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the best way to handle this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start with my uh, my stalwart friend, my, uh, my co-pilot here, Edward Ng. We saw... End game together. I, I'm I'm like I'm like you know I have my hands on my face right now because <laughs> Ed's like I can't there's too much information well, look, look, to look, process. Look. It's it's um we here at the here on the show when we usually uh, when these movies come out on a Friday. I mean, um, 
which they usually do come out come out on the Friday. We make effort to go to the theater and all together, and and we watch we we catch a matinee, and that enables us to do the show on a Tuesday. And there's a Tuesday today, right? So that's given us um, several days to churn. To digest. <laughs> and then digest, mm. which means, you know, you get meal. to you get to deal with social media and what social media is right, saying. People's and, reactions. And people's reactions. I've uh, Anna, our former cor- correspondent, um, she saw it yesterday. Uh, and uh, we kind of chatted this morning a bit and uh, she loved it. Uh, which, by the way, um, just that, so you know, this is part kind of like a part one. There will be a part two to the show. What we're going to deal with here is sort of a very general discussion reaction of the film itself. Of the film itself. But then it, we need a whole other show, pretty much, to talk about. Well, where do we go now that this is now that this film is over and all the fallout? From because it? <laughs> Endgame is so huge and big, and it's like it's massive size. By now, it's already broken a billion dollars. One point two past one point two already. Already, yeah, the fastest, <laughs> the fastest movie to ever break a billion dollars, right? And um, and this is, and they're just coming off of like Cap- Captain Marvel money, right? yeah, yeah. They were just they, yeah. by now Disney, and, and they're ending, and we're going f- forward in le- what less than six months to get Spider Man money, right? It's just crazy, yeah. So like by now, uh, Disney Marvel, they're printing billion dollar bills like like nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that says a lot about how popularity, it's been, how popular yeah, it's been received in yeah. its culture, even for now, my wife has not been able to watch it. I'm sure there are plenty of other people out there who go, I need to watch it again. I want to watch it again. Right. So I'm like, I'm thinking about you, John, because, because of what you, you're going to tell us later what happened. Um, but it Ed, is, you know, what's crazy is, is that, that online, there are people who have already, you know, I'm, you know, how big of a fan I am of this material, mm-hmm. but like, I have not been able to make it out to a theater again. I don't want to deal with the crowds, mm-hmm. you know, you know, there are people that are like online and on the, on from superhero hype. They're like, all right, going for my fourth watch. And I'm going, this is a three hour movie. Well, <laughs> Where um, are you finding the time? Well, well the other thing is piracy. It's already out there, you know. <coughs> no, no, no. But these people are talking about going to the theater, Ed. Yeah, like <laughs> so, that's twelve hour. It's a three hour film, guys. Right? Yeah, that's twelve you're hours over the course of like four hours, days. Twelve <laughs> hours of your life, and maybe that says something about how satisfying and good the film is, and how much how enjoyable it is. But- or, or that again, one of the ongoing jokes, and Ooh. we're going to sort of get into, is that. Be, it melted your brain. It yeah. melted your mind because it deals with time travel, right? Yeah, maybe that's what's happening, right? So you, you know, I mean, it's like because he, they've presented the Russo they brothers went presented through the a quantum realm and went back to watch it again in an alternate. I'm, go, I'm going to get into that, right? So, so, and like one of the jokes that I, that I've had with with Miguel is that he's like, you really are because for the past several days you've been nothing but yelling on the phone, not at me. But at like the movie, at reality, at reality, <laughs> and like you know, like do you have the do you have the red yarn draped over it? Like, are you doing a Rachel Maddow thing where it's like as as, Ed, red as yarn? when I do this, Ed always says you're trying to split the atom here, aren't you, Miguel? <laughs> but on this show, we are always trying to split the atom with these things, and it's kind of ridiculous, and ridiculous, and funny at the same time. But yes, this is something we're trying. We're still trying to cry. I told you last night. Um, I'm. I'm trying to get through what Bruce is trying to say, <laughs> Ooh, to you the know, ancient one. because, because this is what he says. He says to, he berates, um, 
uh, um, Don Cheadle. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Uh, or James yeah. Rohde on the show. Uh, uh, um, in, in a particular scene because, again, deal, deal, deal with time travel. They finally figured out how to make time travel work. Uh, Don Cheadle has this really hilarious line as uh, Rhodey says, why can't we just go back and go find baby Thanos? And he does this whole like, you know, and strangle him, you know? It's like, <laughs> first off, that's a horrible idea. <laughs> Secondly, that's not how time travel works. Okay, so this is where they kind of educate us. Right. Right? And this is how... Uh, how Bruce is trying to say, okay, let me explain how this whole thing works. This is, this is the part where you really have to pay attention, okay? Uh, if you travel to the past and change the past, then, that's your, then that changes your future, okay? And um, so your present self... Um, no longer exists. Yeah, well, it's like, in, and your present self has to go back to change the past. Like, in other words, he's debunking this idea of what physicists call... Or fanboys, the grandfather, the grandfather paradox, paradox, right, right. right? You know, it's like changing the past. That's the Back to the Future mm-hmm. issue. Here, what's presented is a multiverse, it's many the, worlds, the branching timeline theory, right? So, therefore, there's no linear idea of time anymore, right? Mm-hmm. There's many well, different. Well, well Doctor Kaku, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take a time machine and go back to just general your your feel. See, because that's the thing. Ed couldn't even begin his review without going, I kind of have to give you a dissertation on time travel here. It's funny you should without, ask that question. Because without because this, the, because you're not going to be able to. <laughs> if you're changing that past, you're creating a whole different new, uh, a, a new reality. And therefore, you have multiverse. Thank you. Dr. Kaku. Well, 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 actually, Michio, uh, there are other ways to think about this. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thanks yeah, for dropping by. Uh, the grandfather paradox has long been established uh, in quantum physics. But uh, yeah, Ed, you've got to, uh, your take on this movie, you're a comic book fan. I'm sorry. You have. I started with a con. I was going to start with a pro. Right, okay? right, right, right. So, so you've, you've been a longtime fan of this material. You've watched the, all mm. the Marvel movies. Right. Here is the end chapter for this moment, this buildup towards this. You saw it. How was it in the theater? What did you think there, after? Okay, there just have been about maybe less than a handful of films that that either have made me cry or almost have made me cry okay. in the genre, right? Superman being the top the top billing for this one, right? It's a cry fest. It's a cry fest, right? So, and Logan is another one. Yeah. yeah right? Logan. Um, this is the other one because there is a scene, the, the, the final, uh, um, fight and our central character here, um, aside from Tony, uh, Tony Stark is Chris Evans's Captain America. Um, and it harkens back to that scene in, in, uh, uh, Age of Ultron. Does Cap have what it takes? Is he worthy enough to pick up Mjolnir? That's Thor's hammer. And here it's like you know Thor is about to um, yeah. eat it with Thanos because because Thanos was able to 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 to, to overpower he's got him. him. He's, he's, he's got, got him he's, on the ground. He's got Stormbreaker, you know, and he's in about reverse, to thrust it into in a reverse of the moment from Infinity War. Right? He's got the he's got uh, Stormbreaker and is about to let, just drive it right into Thor's um, chest. Thorbowski, we're going to get into that later. Yeah. Thorbowski, yes. And then you see Molnir starts floating, and you can hear. The audience around you go, <gasps> you know, they really get into that, you know, and then the music hits, Alan Silvestri's music, 
and it gets into his hand, and and then and then it it clunk. It Molnir just flung flings right into Thanos's um, back. He goes off flying, and it just sort of uh, it comes back. Comes and back. There and it is. There it is. It's in Captain America's hand, and one uh, the other is a shield, and the other is Molnir. Never before have tears of joy. Ed, you guys, uh, us guys, fans of of the genre comic books have ever seen anything like this right where what the hell am i that seeing for group, the first that, time? that we're seeing something literally right out of the comic yeah that is something that you know fans were thinking about mm-hmm. because it is something from the comic books that, that captain america can lift mjolnir and uh so you're there it has these giant i lost it you lost it your so generally the, the, like your feelings of the film as a whole. Forget specific moments. The feelings of the whole. It's stunning. It's beautiful. It's it's uh, um it really is um um uh, initial coming out of the theater. Oh my god! This is my my bla- my brain is blown away. You know, uh, there's so much to process after that, and there was a lot to process. You know, so your because. Well, you know, like as a fan of Captain America, and I've been a Captain America fan all my life, just as much as I love Batman and Superman. You know, um, uh, to uh, see this realized, to see to, to see for 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 one thing, my love for Captain America because he's a human being. He's like similar to my love for Batman, a regular human being who's able to 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 with fantastic, who's able to perform fantastic feats, finally becomes a god with his hammer. You know, and then uh, just when you think that that's the end of it, no, 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 no. And I know that you want to get into that later, which is which is he's standing against an army, the uh, Thanos's Thanos's armada and army, just one man with a cracked shield. That's a spoiler, by the way. Mm-hmm. On your left, and then and then the Avengers, everyone's uncle, uh, <laughs> the Wakandan army, uh, Doctor Strange's uh, um, his him and his wizards. Okay. <laughs> um, now I read that it was um, the Guardians also brought the Ravagers onto the scene as well. I really didn't get to see or see that, or I may need to go uh, eventually. I'll revisit that again. Um, uh, and the the rest of the other Avengers, they come out. Everyone up to and including Howard the Duck, Edward. Yeah. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck even shows up, and so you're blown away uh, by the spectacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel about the the uh, the emotional part of it, or can you separate the emotion Again, from the spectacle? One of one of less than a handful of films would that have ever made me want to cry, and that was a scene right there. My heart swelled up so big. And you and I, I think we were hand in hand. We were sitting next to each other. We were held holding each other's hand. <laughs> What? Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble. It was because like, Avengers. We knew, we knew that that had to be the moment. It was like Assemble. Assemble. And it was just like, <laughs> yes, yes. We're like, we're like, we're like, we were like, honestly, no offense to women, but we were kind of like, like two fangirls at a rock concert and uh, you know, well, they, this drooling is, over some if, hot looking singer. If I like, may, oh my God. If, I, if I may, if I may, Miguel. You and I were Thelma Louise driving off. Yes, we were Thelma Louise driving off the cliff. Okay, that that's who we were. <laughs> All right, and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm not I'm ashamed. Um, I I just want to say that um, I want to be the Sarandon in that scenario. <laughs> Gina Davis, I'm Gina all about Davis. Her. <laughs> um, 
Because I get to do it with the young Bradley Pitt. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, oh, Bradley, that's good. Right? So <laughs> Bradley, <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing, the other, the other um, part of it is um, because you know this is a very heavy um, um, point and juncture for Tony Stark, the character. Of course, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. delivers a performance of a lifetime from the very beginning, where they they rescue him. He comes back to Earth, and oh yeah, the disheveled. Uh, oh my God! Like you know, like they, they really barfed him. You know, with that technology to make him look emaciated. It's funny how he was doing it next to, against Evans, who of course had famously done the skinny Steve part. In, right, in right, 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 right. And now here he is also in this emaciated form. Right. Uh, but still. But this, this becomes a, uh, and it ends with um, his funeral. It really does. And right, yeah. um, I know a lot of people out there who are like, no, uh, I know it's a spoiler, but I'm going to listen to it on this. Yeah, he dies. He dies. <laughs> okay. He dies. And, um, uh, to a point where you and I go, well, we got to go into this producing a, a little bit, you know, like how we, you, Tony that, Stark's funeral. You, what's, yeah, what's we go to the Tony there. Stark's yeah. funeral, right? You know, um, if, you, if you compare the moment he dies to the other movie, uh, the previous movie, where he doesn't die but he gets stabbed by Thanos, and you think he's gonna die, I don't know which scene. What I know, yeah, they which had more impact. What which had more impact for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know obviously what follows has has a big impact on you guys but i'm saying the death scene itself like what do you think had a bigger impact i know i'm taking this a little off course. and i think the one would be the stabbing the stabbing yeah, because weeks stab, like, i expected him to die then right you know mm. and um I, no i think uh, no you know what honestly dr dr dramatically yeah. and again i don't want to take too much away from it here but for myself dramatically no the actual death um because of how it's played because he doesn't after after the and again we're going into spoilers mm -hmm. after the I am inevitable I am Iron Man he doesn't say anything that it's was the all, first every, line that it's, was the, it's all everyone else's reaction mm -hmm. it's Spider Man and then Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, yeah. and it is Stark slowly dying you know quickly it's, it happens fastly you know and it mm -hmm. it plays out for a little bit. And her, it's it's okay. You can rest now. We're gonna. Yeah, yeah that was that. And that, that, and you know, to me, that yeah. much more impact than because, the stabbing. Because here's the thing: when when Iron Man begins, Marvel Studios hadn't really begun. I mean, it just really was starting. Ed, the, off. The, the 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 and the, so it was very the significant. Samuel year. Jackson scene in Iron Man, the first post cred mm -hmm. scene that inaugurated all this was kind of an afterthought right it was a kind of maybe favreau it was, it was like we did this let's throw this in there see what the reaction I, is iron man was the movie itself was made um now this is this is a little bit of trivia uh uh john billingsley from the the kid in in uh, uh, a christmas, uh, a christmas story, he was yeah. an executive producer which tells you that like they relied on money from wherever they they were able to get it from right to, to make the movie mm. Paramount distributed, right? Mm -hmm. um, not Marvel. It's very pre-Marvel, and it was a risk. Long before it they was were a something risk. that was big enough for Disney to feel that they had to Produ consume and bring into their own, you know, um, house. Big studio producers were like Robert Downey Jr. No, that's not going to work. He's a drug. He's a drug addict and, mm -hmm. and, and and an alcoholic, right? But Favreau, again, like I'm going to say, guys like Favreau, uh, Robert Downey Jr. These guys are the godfathers of the of the Marvel Universe, Modern the MCU Marvel. that we and, know well, now. Ed, and you're missing Kevin Feige. He knew, 
El Hancho El Numero Uno. Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Who had been working on Marvel products for many years, for mm -hmm. about 10 years before that. Right. And once they decided we can do this ourselves, let's stop. Let's make it something where Marvel has control. Mm. And he has guided it, you know, to this, the heights of the success. So this, okay, this so, film has this incredible, you, you feel yeah. it has, it's emotionally impacting yeah, yeah. you. It's spectacle. You're over, you are satisfied with this product. You are satisfied um, with the experience. Yeah, I'm satisfied. But again, I've had some days of process. I'm not going to get into my cons until we get through Okay, the characters, all right, but, right? But, all right, but, okay. Because there are some real cons okay, to, yeah. to Yeah, this, this is not a perfect movie. Right. And, no, and nothing is. Um, I'll be the first to talk about some of those issues I have with Marvel in general about some stuff. But this, you're, you are satisfied. This is, uh, here's my, here's, okay, up or down question. Prefer this or prefer Infinity War? Oh, this. You prefer this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, because the on your left scene is something I feel like I can watch for the rest the of the life. Yeah, the third of this feels like you could probably, yeah, you're right. You'll you know? always return and, and to it's, that it's last sort of, of At the same movie. time, it's sort of like the, I wasn't very much impressed by the, the Battle of Wakanda, you know, um, uh, because the, I felt that the CGI was a little bit like a little off, even though I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell, I, the hell I, of it. I almost would say that as, as uh, I enjoyed the Battle of Wakanda, I felt the Titan battle mm. in Infinity War was probably better, mm. uh, better executed, better everything. To feel well, look, look, the, um, put it this way, the comparison has always been made to Joss Whedon's Avenger right. uh, Battle of New York. That is because it's very dynamic in the story, in the way the visual story storytelling there, and just groundbreaking getting these characters. Yeah, you know, and that big splash, you know, here and here. That's that times a hundred. Yeah, you know, <laughs> pretty much. And I, I'm I'm very and by the way, I'm very anxious to to get to a certain part when they when they do the girl power scene, which is a very big part of the, of of the criticism um uh, of of the movie. So okay, so um, all right, but so, yeah, yeah, but no, 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 don't don't get me wrong. This is this is pretty much up there at this point. Yeah, it's, it's um, big. and it's a very it's it's. I'll, I'll I'll ask you this because you always go with uh, Winter Soldier as your gold standard. Yes. And okay. It, it, would you would you up or down better worse has this replaced Winter Soldier as your favorite? Uh, I feel like the two really different movies. Uh, okay, really that's do. not an answer. Answer. Gun to your head, no, son. Can't. Gun to your head. Can't. Go ahead you and can, shoot me. You can't. You can't. <laughs> shoot okay. Me. All right. We're gonna move I'll, I'll on. I'll come back to life. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move back. You'll be a branching timeline. I wish you back with the powers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now, John, um, to preface this, you got to see the movie, but under apparently difficult circumstances. Uh, you went to see it at a uh, local theater, and Can as you said, name, it, no, we don't forget name? about the name. Uh, forget about the name? But, all right, you said Murphy's Law situation. You're yeah. going out with a date. You're there. What happens, John? As soon as I walk in, we, we prepaid and uh, got online tickets so we didn't have to stand online <clears> to buy the tickets. But walking in, there was still a line to the theater. That's how sold out and popular it is. And waiting on that line, I, I realized it was going to be a horrible time. It was going to be a horrible time. Because? I, thought, I, thought, I saw three baby strollers online. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a young, like, 
rambunctious crowd, and everything that could go wrong went wrong with this audience. Uh, a lot of a lot of talkers, a lot of obnoxious people. But that was like kind of standard. What brought it over the top was like halfway through the film, like I was like, "What's that smell?" And I think one of the moms was changing the baby <laughs> in the theater behind me. You got to do what you got to do, man. You got to do what you got to do. Um, what else? Oh, and at one point, I turn to the right because I hear, I see a little light. And this guy's like laid way back in his chair, like with his hood on. He starts playing Star Trek, the video game. <laughs> and then, okay. And then the cherry on top, the worst part of it, there's this one guy at the front of the theater, just like with super delayed reaction. I think he was really drunk or on drugs or something. Like you'd see Ant-Man, you'd see Scott up here on screen, and like five, ten seconds later, you hear, Yo, that's Ant-Man. <laughs> Yo, that's my beep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the time too. Like, especially with the soul, the soul stone scene. This guy literally says this: "Yo, that let her go. That B N word, let her go. What a P word." That guy is. A wow! Yeah, that. Yeah, that is. You unfortunately were. That's it's unfortunate circumstances, John. And and, uh, and those scenes were supposed to be like super dramatic, yeah. super like. And unfortunately, John was telling us before we started the recording properly yeah. that uh, John is like, unfortunately, because of that, my impression is very skewed. Yeah, I actually I left the movie thinking it was a comedy by like how many times people outburst and, and, and laugh. You thought and, you were in the Magic Johnson Theater, you know? Yeah. It's like we're right, so, talking to the screen. Uh, all right, but given all that, given all that, and you have, we, we talked a little bit about some other things. You, yeah. you, you have your, okay, general consensus though, you know, if you can separate the experience I'm from I'm doing it. my best from separating the horrible uh, audience experience to comparing the actual movie. And uh, it's going to be tough. I think overall they delivered on the action. Uh, it was an epic. I even though there was a lot of laughter around me, uh, I still can tell that there were a lot of big dramatic moments that they executed well to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you were a hostage somewhere. Yeah. Like we just got you out of the rainforest, and I'm like, uh, I saw it on some guy's phone for a second, and I. Yeah. And then you gave an AK forty six seven to a chimpanzee. <laughs> yeah. okay. So, um, uh, but you, 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 did you, did you overall enjoy it? I mean, even if the experience wasn't. I overall enjoyed it. Thanks for clearing one thing up for me. I was like, wait a minute. There was a profound moment. Thanos held the the axe. What's the axe called? Stormbreaker. 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 And I'm like, wait a minute. Does that mean he's not an evil guy? I mean, they're making more of an uh, an objective. Right. Uh, spin on this like since they since we had they had the example with captain america yeah, yeah, you're yeah. thinking maybe that means and unfortunately i had to burst john's bubble that he didn't they didn't have that spell yeah it does the stormbreaker does not have the worthiness enchantment the worthiness spell okay so okay. I, I thought maybe they were saying john thought he was on something he was like, like i think <laughs> i should split the atom here <laughs> I, I think i caught like a quick little subtle like commentary on like you know his his goals i think um, i think to quote aj like if you had watched it properly you know, uh, AJ would say, you know what, I just watched it 
I just watched it twice in my head. So, but you you think that they you think they delivered? You think it was? Do you yeah. do you think given the endings of the characters and do you think that uh, this was a satisfying uh, uh, conclusion for a lot of characters and other things? They really faked me out. They, were, they still had good impact, even though I was in that audience. Um, when they when uh, Thor beheaded Thanos, I'm like, what? That's that first fifteen minutes. How was that? How, what? Wait, what's the rest of the movie? I would have been great if John just like, well, that was it. That was it. Let's get out of here, baby. Credits. I cannot deal with this. Two and a half, two, two and a half hours of. Uh, they killed the later. bad guy. That's all we. That's what I came to see. All right. They delivered. Promise. Boom. Right, right. But then the time, throw the time traveling in and needing to recoup the stones and all that. Uh, you know, drag the movie out another two and a half hours. <laughs> and I don't mean drag like it felt like a drag, but you know. You're like, well, there's got to be more to it yeah, than yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would have okay. been product placement, you know, like uh, uh, Thor eating Doritos two, for two hours. Two, I think two underrated characters in this movie, I think Doctor Strange, like he's responsible for bringing the whole entire army. Mm. And he only got like a second of like, hey, I make cool little orange orbs. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and uh, who else was a little kind of underrated for me in that movie? Like underutilized is what I mean. Um I don't know. You're the one who brought. The- <laughs> you said two. You named Doctor Strange, and I'm waiting for number two. Uh, the guy, the guy in the seat. It turns out, Ant Man deserves like all the props, and I think no, no. Nope. It's, it's interesting to, to see his story. I know you're going to rebuttal, but that's fine. No, but there's uh, Ant Man. Like, um, I know you want to get into characters. Sorry, no, 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 no. Well, later, yeah. Characters, but I will. I will end it with this. Um, it's just like. If it wasn't for him and like being, yeah, that whatever. stuck in there, yeah. Well, here's what I'm gonna here's here's my my rebuttal to you is a joke though, is because you really don't have to thank Ant Man. It's really the rat at that storage facility that just so happened to be walking across the control panels for right. the quantum tunnel. That's the rat that saved the universe. Oh my god! The I said exactly like I said to you. I was I whispered. I whispered. I said, so the rat. <laughs> the rat, the rat, pretty much set everything in motion. It's the rat. They, they, it's the you rat. know, he He's should. A, a unsung hero. I, I hope it was Pizza Rat. I hope it was Pizza Rat. <laughs> well, they were in San Francisco, and Pizza Rat's in New York. You know, he could have. Hey, Pizza Rat. He, <laughs> he gets around, man. He gets around. It's the. It's it's basically uh, a metaphor for Mickey Mouse. There you go. There you go. The another, mouse. Another funny thing to add, though, for my personal comparison is. Uh, Thor, beer Thor. Thorbowski. Thorbowski. Still kind of like, you know, is rocking a nicer body. <laughs> <laughs> than yourself, than, than everyone here. But Like, I kind of wish I had Thor. Uh, Actually, to tell you the truth, I think I think Ed is in better shape than Thorbowski version of Thor. There, I think you. I don't know how to take that. I think as a compliment, as a compliment, I am still his comparing. Arms, I'm still, still like I'm still comparing arms. you to a god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so any any you can, final? You could have said like you know like um, comparing you to Buddha. You know, no. by the way. He's <laughs> no, no. So like overall, it was good. I thought they delivered on a lot of things. I thought there were some cheesy moments. They had a couple of like, mm-hmm. well, that's just like pure posing and like yeah. cliche. But overall, I thought it was great. I know eventually you're going to get into that tiny little chick scene 
where the, the girls regroup? Well, yeah. I know we talked about yeah, yeah, this, yeah. and you told me about it in the car uh, a day or two ago. But I was like, so what? It was three seconds. Oh, it was two it, seconds it, long. It, it speaks gave, volumes. It's a very it big him, so what. It gave him, uh, you know, it's just like. I I I I, 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 yeah, I loved it. I don't see why you need to be angry. I, yeah, I don't, uh, for, uh, on any side, on any side of the issue, okay? Now, okay, for myself, I am going to preface this by saying that I am not, I don't know, I cannot believe it. Betrayal! (laughs) You were the guy in the front row! Chosen one! (laughs) (laughs) Um, You were here to join the MCU. Not not destroy it! (laughs) You have done that yourself. (laughs) As though you and McGregor were in the room with us. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying that I am one of these people who I am not completely and totally under the spell of Marvel Studios. I uh, at this point I have 11 years worth of film, 22 movies to judge, and uh, you know there's a joke from Futurama about Star Trek. Where Fry, uh, the joke basically goes, he's trying to jog someone's memory about Star Trek, and it goes, you know, Star Trek, 72 episodes, about 30 good ones. And I am sorry, at this point, I my eyes are open. Um, I'm not blinded by any sort of like, isn't it so great that they make these movies? And isn't it so great that superheroes on screen as a superhero fan? I think it's easy to fall under that spell, but... I think about half of the output of Marvel Studios is fluff, is highly calculated four quadrant entertainment that isn't doesn't have a lot of Risky. depth. Has no doesn't take any risks. Has no teeth. It makes for great gangbusters at the box office, but. Yeah, sometimes they go too far in trying to be everything to everyone and therefore the films just end up being sort of like inoffensive, mediocre product. This film does not fall within that category. Uh, the same would go with for Infinity War. This film, um, to the credit of the people that Kevin Feige put in, in charge of this, um is a super dramatic superhero story and makes you feel things, makes you invested, makes you engage. It's not just there and you know, nobody cares. Although I don't know what's going on with that guy playing the video game and you're at your showing. (coughs) Um, uh, And it is interesting to note that this film is, uh, was shepherded by obviously the Russo brothers who, you know, cut their teeth on that, Winter Soldier film. <clears throat> but also, um, the the screenplay writers, Marcus and McFeely, had been working on Captain America since the first Captain America movie. And I think a real reason some of the things that ha- happened in this film happened is because they have a very deep connection with these characters. Um, the fact that you end up with uh, Cap and Peggy Carter is because they had, you know, worked on the first Avenger, which introduced uh, Peggy Carter to the MCU, and had even worked on the Peggy Carter TV show for two seasons. Um, 
this is a well-crafted, very engaging, very satisfying conclusion, not only to the story that started more or less, you know, in Endgame, but the story that started when Robert Downey Jr. first proclaimed that I am Iron Iron Man. And everything is very deft. Um, The way that this film, you know, courses, flows over three hours, the pacing is remarkable. I'm never bored. I'm always engaged. And because there's so much to for it to juggle, they also, both from the script side and also from the directing side, gave you these wonderful moments where you're so engaged it's happening then at the moment that things that were introduced prior are out of your head. So therefore, when they come, they come back to that, you're surprised, or you really do have an, a, a, a visceral emotional reaction. The the you know the Avengers assembled scene. There is something about that that really was, and that's sort of like, oh yeah, you know they let us know that everyone was back. But at that moment, I didn't care. I, that wasn't occurring to me. I was just like, oh my god, am I going to see? Is Chris Evans going to die as Captain America? In this is is that going to happen? Um, they gave us grand spectacle that last third, but then. They earned giving us this CGI fight fest by building the story very methodically, building what the characters and what they were about. You know, uh, I guess we should have known that Tony Stark was going to die because a la Lost, (laughs) they give us the whole, we're going to go through this character's whole life. And technically they kind of did. We get this whole like, oh, where are you going, Howard Stark? Oh, this is the day my son is born. I was going like, ah, okay, all right, I see what we're going through. Tony gets his closure with his father. We get, you know, Cap. We get uh, some stuff which may not be as satisfying as it could be, you know, such as with Hulk. And we're going to talk about specifically the characters later or, or maybe even what they did with Thor. But overall, this was like... A, like it, the best sense a comic book brought to life. Um, it, it was like reading a long arc, you know, not just a mini series. It was like reading, you know, here's a year's worth of a comic book <laughs> and here's the progression of the story and where we're going to put all the characters. And then we're going to, you know, when we get to the finale of the story and knock those dominoes down, it's going to perfectly line up and everything is going to come off without a hitch. And Everything for the most part came off without a hitch in this film and it has earned that billion and a half dollars. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to see it again, but uh, I saw my, my uh, record in the, in the theaters and it's anemic compared to some other people, but um, I saw man of steel six times in the theaters paid to see that. And I saw the first Avengers five times in the theater. And there's something about that first time I saw the first Avengers, I always say, the Battle of New York, that moment, the tie-in shot of them all together. And I thought, oh my God, they pulled this off. The all-star superhero team, the idea of bringing multiple franchises, multiple IPs together in one film and having the characters interact. And then you see that there was a, and I, I thought then, I was like, it, couldn't get, it can't get any better than this. It, this was a, such a monumental task. And now, you know, 
here, you know, seven years after that. <laughs> it's funny to think it was only seven years ago. Here we are with this film. It's Avengers one times 10. I do have to appreciate that they don't stagger the movies so far between. Like, there's so many other franchises that'll do three, four, five years later, they'll drop right. the next one. I'm so glad it's only one year. Yeah, that between 2018, yeah. 2000, now 2019, yeah. here we got the conclusion of the story. Yeah. It was just, um, I don't think if I had, if I were to travel via the quantum realm, Back to 1992 and told 14-year-old me, hey, this is what it's going to be, if I would believe it. and That wouldn't work in this in this In, in this scenario? No, scenario. I could do it. I just, it wouldn't alter anything. I can do it. It just won't alter anything. But we'll, we'll get into that uh, later. So that's my general, general take. This is top-tier Marvel product. And um, three hundred uh, three hundred million uh, budget. Yeah, three hundred yeah, million yeah, budget. Was that is that split between both Infinity War and and this, or was it? Just I think one it was. Just, I think it was just for this. Um, but uh, I mean, I'll I'll fact check that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you know, now that our general you know uh, consensus on the movie is out, uh, I highly I, you know. Uh, I don't think that our discussions on the show, I've never wanted them to be reviews in the sense of you should or should not go see something. It's just, we're having a discussion about it. We're chewing over um, whatever it is we're talking about. Uh, that said, it, as if you want to take it that way, I highly recommend, I could, I, I will tell everyone in my orbit, you got to go see this film. Uh, you have three, to see 356 it. million budget. Um, by the way, uh, yeah, one point, one point, Two, two, three billion. There you go. There you go. Now uh, we're going to go down the list of the characters and talk about their arcs and talk about um, where they end up, how they got there, so on and so forth. Um, I think we got to go to the king of them all. We got to go right to the Tony, heart of the matter. Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, the invincible Iron Man. John first... What did you think about the the, the uh, um, how they used him in the film? His 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 journey, what what his ultimate fate and everything. How did you uh, how did you take that? Uh, I think they were brilliant with the foreshadowing, like you said, even from the beginning. He's like, I, I should just put a pin in it, put it, sink it to the bottom of the lake. I, I <laughs> right. got there's so many there's so many uh, circumstances I survived. I'm here and I'm lucky. I'm starting over. I know it sucks that half the world is go world is gone, but so that journey, um, him figuring out how to make the time loop work, and he had a real conflict, a real moral conflict, and he did a great job playing that out, and uh, and his arc uh, till the end was amazing. And you know what? I think Doctor Strange is was, is wrong. I think if he told him what he had to do, I think he, he would still do it. it. Right. Mm, I... although, although he saw all possible futures and decided not to because he thinks he, he saw everything and, and, and he's like, well, if I tell you, you're not going to do it. So I think it was a more of a, but, I just don't want this. I don't want any chance of the screw. Yeah. Up. Right, you right, know? Right, right. Yeah. But I think Tony Stark by that time would have done it. He was way. committed. He was, I think committed. he was committed to the end. 
He knows he put his life on the line from the moment. And that's not the first time. Like it's pretty consistent with the character. You know, yeah. like it's not the first time he 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 was willing to give his life up for uh, at the Battle of New York. Um, he was willing to to do it. Um, he you know came pretty close with with Infinity War. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's but at the same time, it's because he's a Tony Stark has always been a futurist. Mm. You know, he's he's his character has always been someone that's looking to think several steps ahead um, of whatever the situation is. You know, and if there were a way for him to 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 get out to get out of dying, he would have tried to find a way. Mm. But at the same time, it's like. God, you know, if if uh, if I do the math and it's presented in front of me, and therefore I have to do this, there's no there's no way out of it. I have to take the Infinity Stones from the from my and and use it, knowing full well that I'm going to die. Um, which says something about you know I, I I've never been a fan of these sort of Infinity Stone uh, MacGuffin devices, you know, yeah. where they're they're able to change reality for Pete's sake. You know, if you do that, then you can change reality. So. If I can change reality, I'm going to change. If I'm not going to want to die, <laughs> that first and foremost. Too, you think these sort of things are just too too much an easy out? Yeah, thing. you know. I mean, but again, like uh, now, Robert Downey Jr. wanted to get out of Iron Man from the get go. From from like he, in other words, he wanted to die from the beginning, right? I that I don't know. Oh, I don't no, know no. if he wanted to die from the beginning. I think right. that like you know, I think he was his initial thoughts on Iron Man was you know, as I always say when he talks to Gwyneth Paltrow, how he talked her into. Mm doing this was it was sort of you know we forget it 2008 is in this weird sort of wasn't that long ago but it was long ago and he said to her um i want my franchise Mm. every other jerk in hollywood's getting their franchise at that point (laughs) because i wanted i'm getting my franchise i know my worth he's coming out of his you know Mm. um, his dark period you know he had had we forget this wasn't his only comeback he had had like two or three comebacks yeah, before two Iron Man, by this, right? <laughs> and he had cleaned himself up enough, had gotten himself to a place where he says, "I know my worth. I I know what I can deliver for people. I, I I need something, you know, both for the prestige, but also for the financial part." And he's like, "I want my friend. Give me, you know, every other jerk out there's got a franchise, and he committed to this one, got it on the ground floor." And you know, sold and sold the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed, you, how did you feel about um, overall, like his journey in the film? Like, like you know, getting from there's a lot that's still sort of. Um, I feel the where the bows are not yet tied tightly. You know, mm-hmm. um, for, I, Iron Man? for yeah, because you know, like Iron Man is um, he's he, there's something very tortured about him at the same time. Um, but it all begins with the cave, right? And by the way, the, the we sat around like, is there a post credit scene? Post credit scene. And the only sound no. was the sound of Tony of the Stark anvil, right? You know, hitting the anvil, hitting yeah. the anvil. And so that's the nucleus of of what we have here. Um, I just feel like that the the character, um, you know, when he says. Remember what I remember what I said? You know, like they're like putting a suit of armor around around the world. You know, like oh, you're you're really you really do like, and I never agreed with that. You know, I I had issues. I was always Team Cap. You know, uh, I never liked that idea. I had some very something against um, Tony as a character. That really, you're willing to sacrifice personal freedoms 
um, to put this in place. You know, wait a minute. How many times have you sabotaged uh, um, um, personal safety, people's the safety of the world because of your selfish uh, your needs, ego. your ego, right? Yeah. You know, this building fell on pepper. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, or, or, because of his own suits. Yeah, but here, I mean, I mean, listen. If you're, if if they, so therefore there is artistic uh, license to to make Tony. An unlikely Messiah um, character, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a, um, a, a Jesus, the sacrificial lamb, lamb here. You know, I yeah. thought it would be Cap because we've seen it in the comic books. But you know, um, I guess this was, but it worked. You know, the, for you, you with the man who started it all. You, you know, he's going to be the first to come out, um, and uh, which is a whole different discussion when we get get to Captain America. Um, and then the funeral, which. There's another thing that really tugs at your heartstrings. I missed, I missed it completely. Really? That's when, that's when the crowd just couldn't. They, well, yeah, but 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 John, you did greet. It must have registered somewhat with you because you made a joke with me about oh, Miguel has a heart, blah blah blah. Yeah. And that was an, a great callback. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I will say that one of the magic things in this film. I need to see it again. Sorry, I okay. need to see the movie again just for these and for those parts. little for those parts. Mm. I think they were that all laughed. There's a there's a the magical whole. part of this movie where somehow fan service, which is usually a dirty word among the cognoscenti of you know cinema <laughs> and stuff, and even in, among fanboy circles, this was magical fan service, and something like that moment at the funeral. Yeah. Where, you know, we all remember that part from Iron mm-hmm. Man. We all remember, you know, and it's like, oh, it, it just brought greater meaning to, to, to everything. Down to um, Foggy. Okay. Oh, don't make me cry. Down to Foggy talking to uh, what Morgan you Stark. Cheeber- the, the, cheeseburger? Uh, yeah, it's like, so. I'll give you all the hungry. cheeseburgers you want. And oh you know, and that, that was like, re- wow. You know, because you, for, you we, um, for those of you, if you don't remember the first Iron Man movie, What's the first thing he says when he comes out what of the I cave? Want I want a cheeseburger. I want an American cheeseburger right, right now. Right first now. cheeseburger, then 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 back to the right, yeah. right? <laughs> And you know, like those little things. Look, look you take a scene where he's playing um, uh, football the, with nebula. Football yeah. with nebula. You know, the, the 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 whatever. And it's like, and he's he's. There's something very American about Tony. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like no, no, that's not how it works. You know, then it's like which uh, is was from the <laughs> comics, and um, I'd like to take over now and just say, by the way, that is allusion to football, okay? Because <laughs> the, the 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 last final battle, it's a football it's game. A, you and I were watching match. a football. We have a, game. Yeah. we have a football match now. To, you know, when RDJ took over this role, um, this has been. And I'll I'll say the same thing about Evans, um, and I'll say the same thing about um, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. This was a gift to the fan community, the people who have mm, loved yeah. comic book superheroes. Mm-hmm. Love letter. He he he. But you know, not just this film, but he was a gift. Mm-hmm. He brought something to life. He did what this sort of thing should always do. Yes, he embodied things from the comics. Mm-hmm but then put his own stamp on it mm-hmm. in the same way Christopher Reeve put his stamp on Superman in the same way that Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. put his stamp on Wolverine. You will, he, if you read um, in the same way you as a Batman fan, you read Batman, who's the voice you hear, Ed? 
Kevin effing Conroy. Oh, well. He is uh, Batman. I, I, Next question. All right. I, I, I said Michael You were going to say Michael Keaton. Well, be, to, to I, be like, honest. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Kevin Conroy. You, you hear Kevin Conroy. <laughs> All right. They need to make a Kevin Conroy version where it's old Batman. It's old Batman? And he needs to be the actor. Anyway, the actor who plays it. He's, he, he's, he's looking at these days. Um, but yeah, that is now, from now on, well, Tony Stark's voice will be Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr.'s Jr. voice. And you know, here's the, it's like, um, uh, going back to the, the gold standard of, com- of these comic book movies, Christopher Reeve, you know, there was a point where, you know, because where being casted as Superman was a, was a bad thing. Yeah. It it's a, a different, cast. it's a totally different, totally different. Now. now it's like. I'm going to um, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, walking to a stage Comic Con with a case of roses, right? Yes, and tossing him out into the crowd, completely charming everyone and happy as hell that he's doing this. He, we loved him for it, and he loved us. He for loves it, us back, you know. Right. And that's how and, he, and he. I feel that he invented that, right? And so here he is giving this character closure, and as I said, we get through the movie, mm. and they hit everything. And as you say, tie everything up with a bow so perfectly. The Cap and Tony relationship, which had you know been built, then shattered. Mm. Well, well, I, know, no, I said I said that the bow was sort of not that was not that perfect. And that's you think the Cap Tony thing wasn't as as <sighs> uh, as I, I see. That, I, I, feel, I feel that three films, Iron Man three. I felt I felt cheated with the second one and the third one. That's and you know okay, yeah, yeah, but but in terms of Cap mm-hmm. and him though. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. That's yeah. There, they, they, those two died as brothers. Right. No, I mean he died as as, as, his, as, as his brother, and brother and it was arms. the sort of thing where you know it's as heroes should be. There yeah. were bigger issues for all of them, mm-hmm. but they didn't. As I always said, I always have that problem with the last part of Civil War mm-hmm. of the of the the letter that Cap gives to Tony, where I feel it dissolves the tension. Here we got the tension. Here, oh, even yeah, yeah. though he's rescued and he's brought back, <laughs> he's not, he's like, he's resentful for yeah. what he feels Captain America did. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not just the uh, the hiding of the, you know, mm-hmm. of, of Bucky's part in his parents' death, but the idea that it's like, if you, see, if, there's if a certain, you guys have just listened to I guess to that's, that's intuitive to who Tony is. He's an arrogant prick. Right, yeah. And, and that's, and that is the other part. This was a warts and all, you know, um, characterization mm-hmm. you know Tony Stark isn't always the nicest guy he isn't mm-hmm. always easy to get along yeah. with because he's like he's, he's not pointing the finger at Cap and it's like again you created murder robots right yeah, yeah exactly you are, you're talking you're pointing the finger at Cap who's you know like for for uh, for second, whatever I didn't you know it's, it's the no yeah and and, and, and it's a, and it's the sort of holes. it's it's the sort of uh, role that you can sink your teeth into and I, I will say there were moments during his MCU reign where I went, you could have done more there or there's not, you're not, this is, there. we said for so long time that there was that t- sort of Teflon nature to th- th- Tony Stark. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Where it seems like his mistakes don't he really catch do up no to him. do no wrong, right? You know. And this wasn't that case. I think that I would say probably starting in, you know, the best outings for him as the character were probably the first Iron Man, mm. the first Avengers, mm. c- and then starting Civil War, Homecoming, mm-hmm. which we forget. 
they built up him very well. The Spider-Man relationship pays off in Infinity War. Pays off here, which I, which I really want to sort of like ask ask both of you about. Like, you know, uh, was it impactful for him to take Peter that picture of him and Peter Parker? Yeah, I, because, I think that that's the impetus for him mm, to go to go back. Yeah, to yeah. make the decision because we've said like, yeah, Peter. He's always seen Peter Parker as as a younger version, a younger of version of him. And, and, you know, he felt really responsible. I, you know, it's a little bit forced on my part, but yes, I do see it at the same time. Then again, like, because I appreciate it from the comic books as well. Mm. You're right. You know, um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, for him to want to go back and to change a course. And, and a key part of that, I, 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 we talked about Gwyneth Paltrow a little before. Um, I, as part of her, the orbit of Tony, mm-hmm. I thought this was her best part in as pepper pots for her to say you're just going to be who you I are i know no i'm accepting what. you at this point i right. know that you've i know that you want to live this mm-hmm. idealic you life with us right yeah i know that it's i know that you that this is you yeah. are who you are listen if it were my wife and i said honey i'm gonna go off <laughs> it's gonna go time traveling i'm gonna go off time traveling save the world so she'd be like you know you ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna be here. You, your son needs you. Exactly. He's got homework. Exactly. You know, I've got, I've got a meet, a, a really long meeting tomorrow. <laughs> uh, you've got laundry has to be done. Exactly. I expect you here. I expect you here. I am not Mofo. dealing with your father and your mother by myself. <laughs> so, um, overall, this was a, a great journey. Uh, he gave and and just. The perfect ending with that final line of Iron Man, mm-hmm. I am Iron Man. Sort of a meta commentary, yeah. as I said, cementing him out saying, you know what? Until someone else comes along, until they recast this part, mm-hmm. until they decide to reboot the entire Marvel Universe, for all time, I am Iron Man. And you can't say anything better than him. Mm-hmm. Next character, the co-lead, I would say, of this film is... Uh, Chris Evans mm. as Captain America, Steve Rogers, John. Um, how did you feel how he was handled in this movie and what they did with him? Overall, I thought it was great. Please don't kill me for saying this, but I thought the end and 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 mm-hmm. where he's just back as this old dude. <laughs> went, that went a little cheese, but I get it. I get it. He wanted to have a regular life. I understand it. He wanted to, you know, be with his lady. And live a normal long life, and I'm sure he had adventures in that timeline too. Okay, but, uh, but I just thought the last maybe because it was I was in the theater with this horrible audience, but I felt like it was a great movie, and then like the last ten twenty minutes was just like, all right, we showed you a movie, now we just have to tie all the loose ends up. <laughs> okay, right Return now. of the King, we get you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, any anything in particular in the movie stick out with you when it came to when it came to Captain America? He's just a badass fighting <laughs> machine uh, who just has good morals and and just. He's the worthy be, one. He is a chosen worthy one. You know, be the best self you can be. The first Avenger. So he's Tony, Robbins. he's Tony Robbins. He's Tony Robbins. <laughs> Tony Robbins with the shield is what yes, you're saying. Gotcha. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ed, you, you know, you 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 he's already not Tony said. Robbins. He's not Tony Robbins. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you you have said uh, you know your affinity for this character. The, the, How did you feel about 
his journey so, in, in this okay. movie. Uh, I, I've, I've said that, you know, as one of a high watermark um, in these movies is, is, is Civil War, directed by the Russo's first movie with, with Marvel. And here they just amp that up with this character, you know, uh, from the, from the, where he has the second opportunity to go back and, and in the elevator scene with the Hydra agents. <laughs> yes. And rather than repeating history, right. you know, because that could have been done. All he had to say was, no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll take the suitcase from you. Hail Hydra. And you're like, this is perfect. I knew I, I because you, you said that you were like, this is perfect. <laughs> Yeah, that um, scene was awesome. But again, like Molnir was very indicative because the, if there were any, if there was anyone more cheering uh, um, uh, Cap more than I was, it was Thor because he was. <laughs> you know, it's like it's really you felt like you were watching a movie here with the characters because Thor goes, Thor, Thor goes. I knew it <laughs> louder than any of well, yeah, of, of that, one that, in the that, audience. That, that, that part of yeah, that's how great. meta can that be? You know, it was that moment from Age of Ultron where you know, and you know, my theory <laughs> has always been that the second you know, because it was kind of like a party thing. It was after the party was over, yeah. and. It's like, oh, Hawkeye is like, and, th and that was a great moment for Hawkeye. That was the beginning of me going, yes, this is the Clint Barton I know from the comics. Mm -hmm. And going, oh, worthiness, oh, that's all nonsense. Mm -hmm. And so they all start trying to lift the hammer. <laughs> and I think that the, the second Steve got his hands on it, mm -hmm. my theory is, it, it is, it's, you know, it's sort of a magical thing where it's like anyone else, it wouldn't have moved at all. Mm -hmm. The second he got his hands on it, he, he you could like when you pick anything up, right. he could feel the shift, and in doing and so, he was like, oh, "I'm not going to do this to Thor." <laughs> That's the kind of guy Steve Rogers is. He's like, "I'm not going to do it." So it shifted just a little, and there was that moment where Thor saw well, it, well, and he has this this like what, and then it's like, "Oh well, hey, we'll, we'll get I the, couldn't do it." I we'll you know? get the Thor, but th there's a part in the movie where he because he they go back to to Asgard 2012, right? You know, whatever year it was, and he summons Mjolnir, not sure if it's going to go to yeah. right, right, and he gets it. And he's like, "I still got it," yeah. right? There's always this uncertainty of, "Am I worthy anymore? Did Father make a mistake?" You know, because I'm like, I'm packing it down here, you know. And here you have, um, it's a confirmation of, of... And how proud of you are you of dad bod? <laughs> right now, uh, I'm trying to get it back, but I'm... I... Oh, but, now, but now that you saw Thor, you're like super strong, but like a little gutsy, you know? Again, I don't know who you're comparing me to, because... No, compared, no, but, but that is like the definition of dad bod, you know? Like a guy who's strong, Listen, but like he kind of got a little... A little flab, yeah. If you really want to flatter me... You know, uh, I'd rather be compared to to Evans, you right, know, yes. well, a man god. You know. Okay, so now, but anyway, all right, man bod, not man bod, man bod, not god bod. Um, but uh, so the 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 idea of the enchantment and the worthiness thing mm -hmm. with Cap, you, you pays off for you, and he doesn't just wield Molnir; he wields the thunder. Right. Yes. Right. Right. And which and he's able to 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 flail it like like Thor, and I'm like. I would have wanted to see more than just than just than just that and 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 the the he does a, a Hadouken, <laughs> yeah. you know, with 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 the with the lightning. I'm like, 
Where did this come about? Yeah. Well, how did you? <laughs> and you almost think he's about to beat him too, right? Yeah, second, he's like, just he's so relentless. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the end point? What they what what they did with Steve? The whole time travel, Peggy. I'm gonna I'm gonna defer that to when we to when we talk about yeah. your red yarn. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's oh, just get oh, it right no, now. Well, well, no, no. Um, so I'm talking to my best friend, um, uh, Ian, right? And he's he he lo he absolutely loved it. Um, and as far as Peggy's concerned, he was like, I love the fact that, you know, Peggy was married all, uh, um, uh, all along this time and they never, they never mentioned who her husband was. Well, now, you know, it was, it was in this sort of like weird, you know, multi sort of weird time traveling okay, way. Let me, it was Steve. Look, let me correct let well, me split the let me split the atom on this one okay. for you guys okay? goggles everyone because yes yes <laughs> let's get the radiation <laughs> barriers I mean, up i know it's future self going back to the past and living out his past now okay yeah, here's yeah, here's the thing now, here's the thing this the time travel aspects were confusing for a lot of people and have caused already even in the few days that has been released a lot of like what happened what's going on theorizing Marcus and McFeely, the writers of the movie, have cleared something up and cleared something up for me because I had an issue uh, and I still do think they chose narrative satisfaction over some of the real logistical issues that they set up, the rules that they set up. That said, the biggest one for a while for me was Cap. I said, wait a minute, you're telling me he shows up that day as an old man, so he lived his whole life in the past, showing up there. You said you couldn't do that. You said you go back, You if you change anything, you he, he shouldn't have been living within the prime timeline to show up as an old man. He should have lived in a separate timeline that there never should have been. And you're going like, okay, it, the impression I think a lot of people got was that, was that he goes back in time, delivers the stones back to where they're going to where they were supposed to be, then hooks up with Peggy probably some life. point and lives his life, and then lived that, and then lived didn't time travel to, to back, and just lived just his life. Appeared as an old man, in and right, and then not magically, but lived all that point, and then knew that the date that he had to, that when he left, and showed up there. That's not what happened. Marcus and McFeely say no. Steve is coming from an alternate timeline. In the mainline Marvel Universe that we see in the film, he's, no, there isn't a Steve, Peggy Carter in the, yes, we're, we're splitting the atom here. Get your yarn out. Yeah, this is good. This is um, oh, John, Peggy, the, the lights are flickering. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I have an arc reactor. Uh, <laughs> I got a large Hadron Collider working here. No. He I don't know. He missed his timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here's what's here's what's happening. Here's what's happening. Um, Steve goes back in time to re-deliver all the stones, mm -hmm. take Mjolnir, which Thor had taken from the, the, the period of the Dark World, back also to its proper time plane. When he goes back he, that and lives with Peggy, that is an alternate branch. He has changed the past. Mm -hmm. Peggy Carter mentions in Civil War mm -hmm. or it's mentioned in The Winter Soldier, either or, as an older woman that she had married someone, had kids, so right. on and so forth. That man that she married and that life is in the prime 
Marvel Cinematic Universe. What Steve does by going back in time is that is he alters. So there is a second timeline where Steve Rogers lived with Peggy Carter and there was that universal or that multiversal or that timeline's Steve Rogers who was still frozen in the ice. So that universe ends up has with two has caps. two Captain Americas. Yeah. So and so people said people were had a problem with the idea of well Steve Rogers would not go back in time and then not do and not help out. Cuz he can't change it. He's like, "Well, he wouldn't change the timeline, but then he would have to do that in order for that doesn't matter. He's in a branched off timeline. So there are things that he could he would to do whatever he want and it doesn't affect the main prime Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline. A lot of people had issues with this. I think the presentation of it doesn't let you know. It had if it had been It's if, magical realism. If, but, yeah, but no, I, mean, I think if they had at least shown him coming back old already mm. through that same version, that's how he ends up there. Mm. Basically, Steve lived his life and then at when it was close to the period of time when he said, well, I'm going to get the pin particles out of a drawer somewhere. I'm going to get the wristband thing or whatever. I'm going to go back through the quantum realm to get back to the prime universe. Let let everybody know what happened to me, what I did. Mm-hmm. Hand off this shield and, to Sam. Right. But I'm going to stay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know. I'm gonna. This is. I've. I found my home. And I'm gonna go back to that. That's what yeah, he's going right, to do. Right. He's gonna go back. So, right. an interesting way to wrap that all up. Um, but wait, wait, but wait. About that. Like, so another thing that. You gonna tell us about her? My no. no. Well, see, that's the thing. The um, there was sort of a master stroke that um, that my best friend was really appreciative of is is a song that they play. <laughs> yeah, in the. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a long time. You know, which is a very old classic song. Uh, Harry, James, Harry James and and and, uh, and Kitty Kalin, right? Um, and it's sort of like you know, the hero gets what he's. And this is the at. aspect that I was saying about fan fiction, ma- uh, fan service magic, because mm-hmm. that almost plays a little fan fictioning. Mm-hmm. Oh, Steve gets to you know yeah. have his life, but it feels earned. It's not yeah right and, and exactly. It it's, feels very yeah. earned given how consistent that aspect well, it would only was feel earned if it was that the cap that went through it all goes back and lives this nice life mm-hmm. that's when it mm-hmm. feels earned if you're telling me it's just some other weird <laughs> but it is but it is because yeah. because now it's like you know well what does he do for the rest of 70 years because stuff have had to happen in 70 years hydra's still out there like well that's it, the thing he, he would get, still get have been able to mm-hmm. do that yeah. he could change that branched off timeline mm-hmm. so in that branched off timeline <laughs> no in that branched off timeline with his foreknowledge mm-hmm. he can take action confident that he's not really messing up the future or altering mm-hmm. time from where he came from he's like going now i'm armed with the knowledge that Bucky is out there somewhere right. that these threats are going to happen yeah. his timeline had to be radically different right. I would just like to take one moment, just as I did with Robert Downey Jr., to say Chris Evans is Captain America. He is mm-hmm. the Christopher Reeve of this part. And I would always, I'd like to point out something else. Chris Evans, I'm not going to pretend he's the same level of performer as Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is a unique talent mm-hmm. and is a gangbuster talent. Mm-hmm. That's not taking anything away from Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. And in fact... Chris Evans has the harder part in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Captain America because 
Robert Downey Jr. has his natural charisma, but more importantly, the character of Stony Stark mm. allows him to do things that you, he, Chris Evans just can't do. Yeah. Chris Evans can't be this flashily verbose, yeah. you know. He has to. He in other fun words, he's bag. not allowed to to um to to la like you say lash out. He had because of the character of Steve Rogers is very. Yeah. He's. I mean, for Pete's sake. This is the first one he actually where he actually swears. Right, <laughs> right language. Swears. We know language, that they're going to go on. You know, and all of a sudden they, they and got they, cheeky with the humor. <laughs> cheeky, Chris, pun intended. Chris Evans does have a hard uh, line to walk because Captain America could easily be cheesy and corny. Right, mm. and, and yet and yet he's not allowed to be Tony Stark. He's very confined in what he can do, but he uses and does what he does well, and and he really makes the character come to life. And I don't feel like I'm watching, you know, Mr. Rogers. And he's, you know, he committed to this part from the beginning. He said, essentially, when he started, well, what are you doing? Who are you? What are you basing this on? Where, where, what are you doing the inspirations for it? And he says, obviously, the comic book character, you know, I know what he's supposed to be. But he said, you know, people. He looks and feels like a young, like, World War II vet. Like, he right. looks like a guy. He, he gives that. Like, like I'm a good American. And, and, well, and we, we can't forget he, that this is this. We can't forget this is his second go around at, at Super his Marvel right? Universe I mean, Super. Yeah, he, like um, they interviewed him and uh, all of him at the Hollywood Reporter, and he's like, "Well, you know, uh, I had this is my second go around. First time around, I was Johnny Storm from Fantastic Four, and uh, they're talking. About that, they're yeah. talking about their jobs and what, what a this much was, more flamboyant part, right? You know that he's able to you know be mm. flashy and everything else." Uh, he said that, you know, a lot of people are like, well, do you feel the Captain America is this whole type, like you said, Superman, old school superhero type of character, square jawed. Yeah. How do you make that compelling? How do you make that not something that people are going to sigh at or groan or look look at as simply something, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And what he said was, well, I don't think that th those type of people are as unrealistic as we imagine. And he has a friend who was an Eagle Scout uh, like West Point graduate, mm -hmm. and he said, "No, that he's real. <laughs> guys like that, you know, it's there's just... they, they they exist. They exist realistically, though. Obviously, yeah, yeah. It's not the heightened reality of mm -hmm. of 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 comic books, the fantasy the humans, of that sort of they thing. Have flaws. They have their flaws. They're not, per you know, you know. But they are. There are people who are committed to that." level of consistency and standards of moral Your and cats in the tree if he's walking by he'll climb the tree right the exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and yeah. he brings that to life he was never boring in the part uh personally i always kind of felt that um the first avenger film is not a particularly great film i think it's rather on the mediocre side but from the beginning it was the first try a massive I, it just, it's yeah. kind of like just there. It's not particularly, it's not super engaging or entertaining. They don't do anything. It's a setup. It really was a setup yeah. for, for something else. Yeah. You, know? you know, and it's not bad. It's just kind of like, eh, yeah. but him in the part. Yeah. Right. The film around him is not necessarily great shakes from the second he was skinny Steve. And that was a very smart thing. Mm -hmm. They made you fall in love with that character. Mm -hmm. And then each outing, he got better and stronger mm. and stronger, and, and then that solidifies the don't don't be uh, just be a good man. Right. You know where where Doctor Erskine tells him, you know, no matter how strong or weak you are, like just yeah. be good, just be and, a good and man. Let me yeah. just say this comes to why that moment, the on your left moment, okay, right, all right. 
Let me get poetic here. <laughs> here we have something very similar to set up from the comics. Mm. In the Infinity War story, you know, and even in Secret Wars, you know, what does Doctor Doom say in Secret Wars? Uh, Doctor Doom is all powerful and who makes it through the gauntlet? No, no punning. <laughs> through all the monsters and things that he's throwing at them. And it's Captain America with his broken shield. Mm -hmm. And Doctor Doom, the most arrogant effer in the entirety of the Marvel Universe, even says. Gives him Namor. <laughs> you know, you know, no, no, Doctor Doom. Yeah. Doctor Doom. <laughs> He looks, he sees, and Captain America makes it through it. The shield's got a chunk out of it. And Dr. Doom says, of all the men in the entire universe, of course it would be you to make the man who doesn't have beyond level. He's not mm. Hulk level strength. He doesn't shoot laser beams. Do right. He would be the one. And in the Infinity Gauntlet original story, which, uh, John, have you ever, you've never read the original, uh, the, the, the original story, right? Okay. Always call the millennial out. I was going to go, okay. Well, I got it, you know, oh, no, so the, in that story, basically the superhero assault against Thanos isn't even supposed to succeed. They're set up for failure, right? And at the end, the last guy, man standing after all, they all get killed is Cap. And he gives his Captain America speech and is like, you'll never win as long as they're free men, blah, 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 blah. And so this film doesn't follow the Infinity Gauntlet story, to, you know, beat for beat. But it's consistent. But with they get moments. And here is this moment. Captain America, the shield is broken, facing off against Thanos. Thanos, who, by the way, in this version is... I call him the hungry wolf Thanos. Thanos <laughs> from Infinity War is kind of zen. Here, he goes... Well, he ups his ante because he's like, well, I, I successfully uh, wiped out half the universe, but that wasn't enough. Apparently. Right. I learned apparently I mean, uh, that you you guys... And, and so also... He's more... Right. He, yeah, he's yeah, kind he of like, oh, I shit. did it, and you now you guys are... And you killed me. And on top of that, there is this sense of... Guys, and I'm, I'm obviously I'm not doing a Josh Brolin impression or, or, or trying to like really give you the... the, the you but think. <laughs> but it was... Face me again. It was more along the lines of, look, I, it, this isn't personal. <laughs> I don't. It's not Josh's fault that he's. Like, <laughs> I'm just here. I'm just here to, to, to reinstate. Um, balance a, a through the galaxy. Balance through the yeah, galaxy. And you know, I, I wasn't, this, you got, it, this, this is, this is not personal. Yeah. It's just, wait, wait. McFarlane bulging. Right, right. But okay. So and anyway, like, <laughs> he's, he's goes, this is not personal. This is just business. <laughs> But you fuckers have dis have pissed me off, and now it's not enough for me to just you know I decimated Earth, but I, that was an equal. I decimated every planet. You fuckers, I'm burning to the ground now. And I'm gonna take great pleasure. And he's and I'm gonna enjoy it. And you're there going, oh my god, is this the end? Am I gonna see the death of Captain America as I stated before? And he can't win that fight. Captain America, I can do this all day. That mm. part of him, he was, he would have died. He, well, he, was, he, he was can't. Prepared. He was already right. on the way out. He can't. Oh, he and can't he, finish well, that. The image, the image where he's he's straps it in on a broken shield, on the broken a shield, shield that would have done nothing for. But that wasn't the point of it. The point it, was, I will. I'm going to. I'm still going to. Yeah. Here, no matter what. No matter what. And the, the point end. I'm trying to make is that it's what the old man says in not, Avengers. Like they will always be. You know, men like you, you know, and I'm... <laughs> and the thing is, what is Cap's superpower? It is not 
the super soldier spirit, serum. It's spirit. It's the example he sets. Mm. And because of that example, the world rallies to him. On your left. And we did. We're here for you. <laughs> You've shown the way. You're the leader who sets the example for all the rest of us to follow. And that's why, like... We in, get, you know, to to go back to the first Avengers film. Right, and that's what I want to okay. bring up. Tony Stark has his moment. Captain America, they, they fulfill each other's mm -hmm. accusations against one yeah. another. You're not the guy to lay your life on the line to, sacri to make the mm -hmm. sacrifice play. What do we get is the ending of this film. Yeah, yeah. Tony Stark to Cap. There's nothing special about you, Rogers. You're just a man. You're just, you know, everything special about you came out of a test tube. Captain America worthy mm -hmm. to wield the power of a god. I, I can't say any more about Chris Evans. This this was, again, the, 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 he, there was he always, deserves a round that, of applause. He deserves a round of applause. That partnership has always been a very uneasy partnership. But like, but but, 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 but great Tony, grist for the mill of what the drama of getting right. involved but in this Tony, story and Tony enjoying these characters back known. and forth. That's a good point, though. Like Chris couldn't have. Chris is only as good as Robert, and Robert is only as good as Chris. In that, yeah, that they dynamic. Had, they had to have that yeah. chemistry. That tension, because the, the they had to have that great acting the, to, the, to yeah. be able to be that mm -hmm. great. Because uh, for for all of us who've read comic books, and you're like, well, why is this guy like the leader of the de facto leader of anything? You know, if he just has a shield, <laughs> See, it's out of, and it's uh, for uh, very good decades, reason. decades out of decades out of circulation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, just coming into the world, old fashioned notions yeah. of things, but and pure. it's. Pure. Having and, that purity, and we've, we've, you and I, we've, we've gone through the, 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 you know, those who's who's. I mean, I forget what the who's who's. Yeah, Marvel, uh, of the Marvel handbook of the Marvel the handbooks, universe. and it's like you know, what are his special abilities? But it's like for 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 tone, like, and then you read like, oh, master tactician, right? You know, watching the first Avengers movie where Tony says to him, "You call may, it Cap, you call it Cap," right? Okay, you know? but that's just that's more than just. Because you're the military, uh, the master mil uh, mil military tactician. No, you are the de facto leader. I'm right. gonna, I'm calling. I, I count out to you. You know what Captain America is kind of? He's like he's the morals of Superman with the tactician of Batman. Yeah, right. He's you you nail pretty it. much what you it nail is. It. Right. Uh, next on the hit parade, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the big Thorbowski. <laughs> uh. Chris Hemsworth as Thor Odinson, the mighty Thor, the Viking god of thunder. Ed, how did you feel about how they handled him in this? We, I think there's some controversy. I will tell you yeah, there is some right. controversy about it. You and I, we, we get into this. It's like, um, while you and I loved Ragnarok, what was our, what was our, 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 our main takeaway from it? It's like, is this going to be, um, is the whole opus going to be joke, 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 joke? And uh, while Ragnarok did give us story, it gave us plot, it gave us complexities. Um, but at the same time, kind of were just there. What are you doing with these overshadowed characters? Overshadowed by the humor, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, for for it goes against fan service. If you're not going to give us Thor, what the hell are you giving us? Right. And you gave and us. That, is that how? Is that how you feel ultimately? Yeah. With this, with, um, with this version of Thor. Well, look, look, look. Thor is supposed to be, and you say it all the time. He is the Superman of the. In, in terms of strength, he's a Superman of this. He's a planet. He should be a planet buster. He should be some, basically what he was in Infinity War. Mm -hmm. 
that the guy right. who gets on the field that's yeah. the game that's, changer. Yeah, and yeah. you know that's we your, did not. Your, that's who you give the ball to yeah. because he's gonna he's gonna bring it. But here it's like that was that was very much uh, um, capsized and and mm -hmm. put aside. And also in Ragnarok, they showed that he's weaker than the Hulk. Well, there's always been there's always been uh, like you and know. Like, I don't know about that. They remember he they oh, gave I'm each the other pretty Avenger. good, and the only reason that that <laughs> fight ended the way it did was the stupid shock collar. collar thing he had on. <laughs> Which, if he's a god, how can he just... Yeah, 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 okay, uh, okay. What, I, and that actually does go to, because as I always say, if you're, if the point of your story is to have a, is to be consistent, that stuff will that matter. Now the if saving, all you care about is, is making the audience laugh, consistency is thrown out the no, window. No, the, saving, the, the saving grace, it seems like it's, it's, it's Hemsworth as a performer because he's yeah. a really good performer, right? And we, we go, okay, I paid good money for this. And, and it's, and there's a difficulty because the stuff is funny. It does work. It does make you laugh. Yeah, but yeah. in terms of the character, and there are really good scenes, him talking to his mother, you know, like where he go, he goes back to Asgard and, and, and he can, he, he actually, um, wants to take that decision. To, I need to see my mother. I, I will have to say while watching the movie, I thought of Miguel right away <laughs> because they did kind of turn Thor into like, now he's just like a joke. Right. I mean, wait, are you saying that Miguel's a joke? No, yes, so obviously. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Because John remember, has no respect for me. I remember the review for Ragnarok, and 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 Miguel made this good point. He's like, you know, Thor is no longer like the a noble prince, noble character. He's, he's just now, a meathead. He's kind of like a blonde meathead now. And I thought that watching the movie, I'm like, you know, wow, like Thor is now just this clown of a character. He he does show up in in light. And light they try the to inject this idea that he's going through something. He's brooding. He's he's stress eating. Um, yeah, I, it's you know. <laughs> not that these things aren't set up. It's not that they're not interesting. It's not even that that they're understandable. Mm. I just don't want him to be remembered as that. Well, and the I thing is, and yeah, and it's kind of it's not that none of that works. The problem is, is that that's what, what he his persona is now. I, the, the, it's they went too far. They leaned too far into it. You could have him be funny, have it be. This is an interesting, you know, you know, uh, upturn of expectations and all the rest. He's a but, funny frat guy. Now, but they, you know? because of the amount, because instead, like they couldn't even give it a rest when he went to see his mother, who has, you know, to him mm. was dead. Yeah. It, you, you don't need a joke every fifteen seconds. <laughs> have have fun with it. It's inherently funny. I get that. And of course, Hemsworth, he's shown his chops as a comedic mm. performer. There's no way you were going to deliver that script to Chris Hemsworth and have not, well, I'm going to have a ball doing this. <laughs> and he does have a ball and it is fun. The, the jokes work. So but yeah, we can't even talk. We can't even talk that. about tying a bow on this one. Uh, furthermore, because he, he is, he is the one of that Trinity that does not have. And I just mm. want to point, I just want to say, Still kudos in the same way for, for both Evans and RDJ. Mm. The thing about Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that that was when they said we're doing Thor as a movie. That's when I was like, well, they're all in. Because uh, high technology suits, super soldiers, irradiated mm. gamma mutants. But like, that's all kind of magic. Super science. This, you know, the gods, the the mythology of Thor from the comics. 
added into the fact that Thor, as I always say, I can do a Spider-Man story and I don't have to see every supporting character. I can do Batman and I don't necessarily have to see Robin or Commissioner Gordon in a story. Mm. I can see Superman and I don't I don't have to have Jimmy Olsen or Lois Lane right, show up. Right. Thor brings with him his entire world. Mm-hmm. And in doing Thor, you had to not only buy Thor, but buy, buy Asgard, buy Odin, yeah, buy and Loki. Like... <laughs> and, no, 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 no. Let me, let me just finish up the, the kudos part of it. All of that, they did. I know I know you still don't like the first Thor film. But in my opinion, mm-hmm. they successfully, oh, no, they, 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 they climbed over that horror. But you, they but you give... like it because they stuck to the story, more or less. Like Thor, well, it's a kid. Well, what Miguel is saying, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, it's like, you know, where it's like, they give you Thor, the arrogant prince, the arrogant prince, like, uh, who got, um, who gets humbled and, mm -hmm. you know, learns humility, becomes a protector, becomes a And that's why we love the last one, uh, Infinity War, because that's taken up a notch. And is given depth and meaning, mm-hmm. and you get this under the hood the of weight, this guy. The weight of royalty, the weight of of the weight of royalty, what it means to rule a people. Yeah, it had you know? it, it had seriousness. You know that the talk with Rocket. You know, forget about. There were a lot of Thor fans who they just kind of superficially loved. In my opinion. They kind of superficially loved Ragnarok and Infinity War just because, oh, Thor's awesome in, in power displays. And I agree, he needed to be upped in that presentation of his power display, no doubt. No, but but more importantly, moments with- the moment with Rocket where we got under the hood. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted from Thor. That's what I want from Thor in general. And it is understandable the way they begin him in this movie. The guilt he feels for not being able, not offing Thanos mm. in Infinity War and the unsatisfaction and then the unsatisfaction of well what did you do? Well, I went for the head an empty kill that it didn't matter fine that's great good stuff and you could still have him lose it you could still have him have the body go still have the drinking still have the sort of slow coming out of Let that you know even the moment where he's begging to put the gauntlet on Mm. let it be me i have to do something right i feel that i've screwed this it's me it's on me that's great stuff but because everything leading up to it is a joke every five seconds with him, well 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 that's what that's appearance of him registers the appearance of him is a joke right? right so like the whole entire time i'm watching this i'm like so how does this work he gets he gets Stormbreaker. The lightning hits. Does you thought that it was going to be a th- he was going to try. Yeah, and I'm they like, didn't even that do work? that. They didn't even do that, right? He and, just which, like, which is fine, actually. Right. I, I, Instead, I still he's Volk. He's um, uh, um he's not as fat as Volstag. Vol- <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you know that that even a guy like Volstag in the comic books is formidable, is, even though he's a heavy right. Dude, yeah. You know, I'm like, but I do think he still had a great showing for any for any Ragnarok fans. Um, if any Thor fans out there, here's the truth. Thor is never a guy in the comics who can one-punch Thanos. Mm -hmm. Most Thanos stories where he faces off against the Avengers and Thor is there, Thor is at the front lines. He goes Mm toe-to-toe, but he can't seal the deal by himself. Mm -hmm. And so he he had his showing as good as I think from the comics. And Um, one one other thing I want to get off my chest getting into the Ragnarok stuff is that there are a lot of fans who really hate this. This has ruined the Thor character. They're being very hyperbolic in my well, opinion, right? Sure. Okay, you know, the fanboy whiny stuff. 
I have to say, going back to my crit criticism of Marvel Studios films, leaning heavily onto the humor to the point where other things don't register. Um, Thor fans, if you ate up Thor Ragnarok, and if you were if you went online and said I didn't like this, you were shouted down. Well, guess what? If you were one of those people who shot down those other people who said, ah, maybe these things should have some some weight to them. Maybe they should have some meaning. Maybe they should. If you were that, you you're the reason why this Thor happened. <laughs> because Marvel Studios saw your reaction and said, well, it's fine. We can get away with it. Well, he doesn't have to be serious. He we can just. It, people don't care if, if if his stuff is weightless. Frat Thor. Frat Thorbowski? Fine, here well, we go. Look, now, th there's a big... I blame you, there's Thor a big, fans. There's a big question moving on forward. Where do you go? Because... Uh, yeah, he doesn't one have the, one closure of the big things of, that come of out Iron of, Man or, or Cap. Now, yeah. since we're on the topic of Thor, Loki, where the hell is he, right? Well, he, We know he has his own alternate show. Timeline. Alternate alternate timeline. And on but, the timeline, he has a Tesseract. But he has a Tesseract, which means that you know he's able to wreak whatever... He wants, and this is a Loki who. This is uh, where um, the events of Ragnarok have never happened for him. This Dark, is the Dark events, World, Ragnarok, Dark World. And, and and Infinity War are yeah, not. He's in back his, to square one. He's this back is, to square we're one. We're back to square one. Exactly. With Loki, right? Exactly. In other words, we're going to see Hiddleston come on stage again at the Comic Con in the future. I'm back. Say bitches. my name. <laughs> exactly. Wait, you just did that like several years, years ago. ago. You're exactly. going to do that again, right? Um. Yeah. Um. And also, Thor ends up at the end of this, going off with the Guardians. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I because the whole conversation uh, where him and Peter are, are sort of like neck to neck. Who's going to lead this team? And you know those little those little looks that they traded each other. Well, I'm going to lead this team, right? Right. Okay. And and, yeah. and gives you an, a sense yeah, of said, the them leader, leaning right? like, still <laughs> putting him with the Guardians. That wow, they're really going to lean into. It, the comedy here, com cosmic comedy, and yeah, like, do we want that, that at all? I'm not. I, I I that's what I say. I'm not sure post Ragnarok, and I hope I, I was like, oh, Infinity War, oh, it's good. This is what but they're doing with them. James Gunn taking helm for a uh, fourth with Thor. Thor on his side. That I mean, you can't say it doesn't open opportunities if they use him. If they, if, yes, you know, James Gunn is back. If if they do something with that, um, once more, however, I do think he still has a good showing. And Hemsworth, no less than RDJ, he delivered in this part. He delivered in this role. You know, like I said, you, he brings Loki, he brings Odin. Mm. Odin played by Sir Anthony Hopkins. Tom Hiddleston, a powerhouse, is mm. Loki. But Chris Hemsworth showed that he could hang with those guys mm. dramatically, that he could deliver on this character. And for the most part, my quibbles about what they did here aside, Chris Hemsworth... You know, yeah. he's he he is a fantastic. This is my last Thor. thing I'm gonna say about Thor. They need to wrap up a bunch of things like the romance, um, um Sif. Sif. Um um yeah, they managed to like to 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 drag uh Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman and, back and, into and this. Now, yeah. now here that that's extra footage and that that's not. Yeah, new they didn't footage. exactly she just gave she just gave them a go ahead. Yeah, because she use, just got out of the bed and, yeah, and exactly. Rocket follows her to extract the, <laughs> the ether out of her, right? You know? Well, as far as we know, the only wrap up is Iron Man. I mean, we're going to get future Thor movies and future... Well, again, we don't know. We don't know. It may be... I have no doubt, though. My my feeling is... is they made too much money. They, yeah. <laughs> and they're right now going, yeah, we're going to... And Hemsworth seems movies. to still have a fire in his belly for mm -hmm. the character. Yeah. So uh, not necessarily a full send-off, but, you know, it, it is what it was in this film. Uh, minor quibbles. No, I really I feel it's... the big issue is just 
not that what they did was bad, mm -hmm. but they leaned too heavily into the comedy so that mm -hmm. what was there and was good dramatically, character-wise, doesn't register because you just are thinking yeah. about him playing Fortnite and getting drunk. Okay. <laughs> um, um, next character on the on, on on the list is another surprise of what they where they went. Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner, the Incredible Hulk. Um, Ed, how did you feel from when he first made his appearance? In personally, the I'm I'm not. I've never been a fan of the the. The the merging and this that comes from Peter David, right? And but you've never read. I've I've given no. You I've read I've read some stuff. I've here given you the trade paperbacks. Yeah, you've, you've given me it. like like five volumes. And of that them, was your right? whole thing. You were like, I'm not reading all this because it's it's dude. It's a hard read to be honest. Peter David is not a hard read whatsoever. It There's is tons if, of people rolling their eyes right and now. And the art. At some point, the art just Dale drops off. No, at some point, you, again, the art just drops Dale, off the face of the No, earth. it doesn't because it, look, Dale look, okay, well, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, uh, I wasn't particularly a fan, even though I enjoyed it. Um, I think it's a natural progression of things, but again, like we had this discussion, a pre-discussion yesterday about, about the Hulk. The Hulk is a one, the one character who, uh, who's never had his own movies and whether. Well, he had the first one with Norton, which yeah, yeah, is yeah, in continuity. Right, right. Whether, whether they're going to continue to use him as, a, as an adjunct character next to the big star like for example if they go just we're gonna, cameo him everywhere. we're gonna cameo him in the next guardians of the galaxy i'm all for it if they go uh i think there's I, a tale to tell with valkyrie you know but you and i we go dr strange dr strange Doctor Strange. Namor. get into silver silver surfer in namor, there namor and the silver surfer and valkyrie and Valkyrie. And Valkyrie. Give me the mother effing actual Give us defenders. the MCU's defenders. The real defenders. Now you're talking, right? <laughs> um, and but then, in this film, in this film, okay, so how, how, you know, from when he makes his first appearance as sort of merge, like you merge, and I'll talk about how I don't think it's merge health actually now, but I think it works. Did it work for you? He served a certain, uh, he served a purpose and pretty much that's it. You know, like, um, really? Uh, yeah, uh, but he was a, he was in on it like because we talk about the jokes. It's sometimes I feel like there's one joke way too many, you know, like the diner scene with the kids. Uh, hey, do you want a picture with Hawkeye too? You want a picture of Hawkeye too? Oh, I'll, I'll take a picture. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, where where are you going with this? You know. But again, um, it's it serves a certain purpose to merge it to. We but we didn't get to see the the muscle in the Hulk. We got Mark Ruffalo, really. Right, yeah. yeah. And, um, I don't see that much action. And I, yeah, you know, and, and at did that, did that disappoint you, John? Did you feel that you were cheated uh, for a Hulk out? And... Just a tiny bit. I mean, when you have the Hulk in, in a movie, any movie, you want to see a little bit of super strength. This is not the Hulk. Displayed. It's a far departure. And you know what? It's commentary when they go back to the Battle of New York. And <laughs> and it's like it's like okay you know what I think you, you may want to smash a couple you may want to smash a couple things I don't really he's not really uh, into it well it's a little it's a little too gratuitous if, if in my opinion <laughs> and he's like and again the jokes land but it's kind of, you you feel yeah but at the end of the day it's like Whedon's Hulk from the first movie from the first Avengers that's Hulk. Yeah. You that's know, classic that's music. classic and, and, and but again it's like um, one of the first things I said to you was where do they go from here uh, they'd be a big mistake if they don't team them up with Spider-Man you know um, again with the Defenders you know there's so much that you can do because the issue with Betty his wife Betty 
Yeah, who who is who is at that funeral? Thunderbolt but, Ross. But Thunderbolt Ross is there, right? Red Hulk. And again, you and I have no love for for Red Hulk, Red She Hulk. But it's a possibility. But yeah, it's a possibility. They have yet to get into She-Hulk territory. She-Hulk Jen, yeah. She's a huge powerhouse of a character, a female character. Again, I'm very anxious to talk There's about the There's a thread of the leader from the- The leader. From, from the Norton Hulk film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, um, but yeah, I you know that the wheels are turning in Marvel, Marvel Studios. They want to bring these characters Well, this, out. Is, getting more in the, this is getting more into the aftermath that we said yeah, we yeah, didn't want to really talk but about. Like, but how do in, we, the, film in the film itself. Um, eh, meh, eh. Really? Okay. Yeah. And, and but and John, you said you felt a little cheated. A little cheated. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I will bit. say. I will say this. I am a gigantic Hulk fan. I'm probably a much bigger Hulk fan than everybody. Well, here. you just berated me for not reading the Peter Davis. Yeah, and you should be. You should be. <laughs> um, and th- I actually that does play a gigantic part in this. There is an issue, I think, with the fact that there's a blue balls thing going on here. If I can get blue. Mm-hmm. You're kind of, this is not what you expected given Infinity War. Infinity War, we're like, okay, Hulk gets his ass kicked by Thanos. He doesn't want to come out. Banner is forced to use the Hulkbuster armor. You assume that there's going to be some conclusion to that arc, or we're going to get some insight into, you know, well, why didn't the Hulk come out? We never learned that. The resolution happens within that five-year gap off camera. And we don't go, we just get, Banner says he came up with some solution. That's it. And that's it. No and now, and no now, and now Banner right. is, it, it, is, right. yeah. is, is, they're fused and he's, he, he's a, but this is interesting. I think everyone says, oh, this is the professor merged Hulk. And I think that there's always been an issue where people mistake two versions of that from the comics. And I'm going to go a little deep dive here, okay? Peter David's version was essentially saying Bruce Banner is an MPD and the issue is not a physiological one of how to control the transformation. It's all in the head. It's all in the head. He has three separate personalities. Mm. This is all caused by trauma from his childhood. Mm. If we get that in line, it won't cure the mutation that the gamma rays cause, but at least his head will be in the right place. Mutant power. And essentially what happened was, um, he had the banner, the banner personality, which was a guy who always felt he had to be in control Mm -hmm. and never let his emotions really run, run, run riot. The green Hulk, which is essentially a child. Mm -hmm. He gets angry very easily, throws a tantrum and then wants to be left alone. And then the gray Hulk, which is not in the Marvel cinematic universe, which was basically sort of Banner's superiority complex, his lusts, um, his 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 deep-seated resentments at the world and other people. And they had to bring them all together. And when bringing them all together, you had a Hulk that had all those aspects, that Banner was his mind and memories with the the rage and strength of the Green Hulk at his at his call, and then also the cunning and mean streak of the Grey Hulk. But before that, during the Secret Wars era, Banner had come up with a physiological cure where he his mo- Banner mm-hmm. personality was in charge of the body of the Hulk, mm-hmm. and then the storyline that developed from that was essentially well he's in he's a control he can walk and talk around as the Hulk. Very much like he was in this movie, where it's just Banner as uh, mm. in the Hulk body. 
not that merged version of Peter David's really. Mm-hmm. And then the issue was he was always afraid of that he would lose that. And in the comics, what happened was is a character called Nightmare, who is one of Doctor Strange's enemies, preys on that, and Banner suffers a sort of sort of a spiritual death inside the Hulk body, leaving nothing but like a savage, bestial version of the Hulk. Not even the Green Hulk, who at least is childlike and you know low. No, this was like a raging animal, and. I feel that that's what Ruffalo was. And it's interesting. We didn't get the Hulk out we wanted. I, no, I just said we, we didn't were, have that. We got Cuddly Hulk. We got a Cuddly we Hulk. We got Cuddly Hulk. Handing who, out tacos. And they're playing. Uh, <laughs> I don't even, I forget the tune that they played while they, while they were heading to New Asgard, you know. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's cute. Or him, like you said, handing out tacos. And he because and, <laughs> Because Scott loses of his course, taco. Of course, poor Scott Lang. And he. What is interesting is that, you know, I said, oh, the dominoes in all the right places where they have to be. In a way, this does still work, even though we feel cheated that he didn't, because well, like I said, you we know, get the gauntlet part. It does its job. And, and he says, it's almost as though I were made from this. Mm. The rest of you guys, none of you would survive this. Mm. The radiation is gamma. Without Hulk being of sound mind and being able to focus and be precise in the use of the gauntlet, none of this would have been, they wouldn't have been able to work this out the way mm-hmm. they did. Or at least at the time they were hoping, they we want to bring everyone back. We want to bring, we want, and we don't want to lose anyone doing it. Right? So Hulk is the only one who's capable of, of surviving the use of the gauntlet. And I thought, oh, that's, that's, that's okay. They placed that in the right place and it makes sense. We, his importance to the story isn't nullified even if he I, doesn't beat the crap out of 10,000 guys. I also feel like, even though it's it's Banner, there's something that's, he's less, he seemed less intelligent here. You yeah, know? there's still a little bit of a compliment. Yeah, I mean, for Pete's like, he's not, he's yeah. hitting the side of, of, the, of the... Well, of no, the, no, no, but, you know, Banner... Well, well, no, 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 of, Ed, know? let's be honest here. Bruce has always been up there, but he's never been quite Tony Stark or Reed Richards. He's brilliant, uh, yeah. but he, compared to those... He's a physicist, right? I think both ends had a compromise. I believe what you're saying, Ed, because I felt like the Hulk, even though they didn't really display it, but I mm. felt like the Hulk wasn't as strong, and I feel like Banner wasn't Wasn't that smart. smart, right. And I feel like there's a little compromise on both ends being mm. the calm Hulk. You know, now, I, I now again, <laughs> Bruce is the one who has... I don't care, Miguel, now, again, about this Bruce is the crap. one who explains to us time travel as right. it is in this movie. And that speaks volumes. It's like, okay, if you're able to teach me what you, what time travel right. is they in needed, movie, they needed that guy I get there it. To, to, Thank to, to, you, to do Dr. That. Banner, right? You I, know? I, I can only... And and you know what? I And I enjoy... I, I actually did enjoy, and, and I enjoyed it more thinking now that it wasn't necessarily Peter David's Merge Hulk, but a variation from before and that there's a possibility of other things that they could do. Um, I think that these two are linked. So we're left with two of the lesser powerful characters of the Avengers, Clint Barton, Hawkeye and Natasha Romanoff, the black widow. Now what they do in this film with those characters, that was Rob. That scene was Rob Rob from you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. P word, <laughs> B word. Let so you don't B feel you got go. you you feel that you don't you didn't get the full uh, impact. But okay, on paper at least having seen it, what a P word be right <laughs> is what I was hearing that whole scene. <clears throat> um, but did you at least did at least you got what it was? You know, yes, 
with the sabotage I endured, I understood the significance of the, the, that moment, and it was that was pretty deep, pretty heavy. Okay. All right. And you felt it. You felt it. It, it worked for you. Uh, Ed, you know, Clint is one of Clint, our favorite Clint is always, characters. Clint has always been a fan favorite because, you know, he's the guy who tells Wanda, I'm just a guy with a bow and arrow. You know, like they're like they're murderous robots outside and I'm just a guy with a bow and arrow. Similar to Captain America. You, yeah. yeah. And when you go out there, you're going to be, you become an Avenger. That's pretty much what he tells. He's, he's like the, um, the 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 uh, when you join an organization, he's a guy that sits down with the papers like and sign here, sign here, sign here. Oh, by the way, as soon as you got there, you're an Avenger. You know, you're like he's you're, that. You're part of the organization. Yeah, you know, you're part of the organization. And um, but here he starts out the film. Yeah, he starts out the film because, and again, that's that's to serve a purpose. What's the co the true cost of loss mm -hmm. when you when when you are an Avenger, right? You know, um, and here. He's a guy who loses everything. You know, he basically says what it's really weird because want uh, uh, um, Natasha says her lines, but in fact, he's the one who really loses everything, and therefore he he he, he his stakes are even larger. Um, I mean, realistically speaking, and he goes on a whole hog. I'm going to find what's going on to a point where I'm going to become Batman. Right. <laughs> well, he he called up Frank Castle. He, he, yeah. he said, I'm going through some things. I lost my family. Well, hey, you know, if I were you. Just do what I do. <laughs> well, you know, they got these guys in Japan. They got these guys in Latin <laughs> and you, America. And you, and you wonder what, what caused that, the five-year gap thing, mm. you know, again, more mysteries that, you know, right. all this stuff happened off screen. We can talk about in the next show about, you know, what the fallout of that may or may not now, be. Now, here's the thing. These two characters, they go on with Disney+. Plus. Okay. Hawkeye's going to get his own series. Mm. Uh, which I'm excited about, and and Black Widow, Black Widow which is getting they a have, solo movie. They How they're going to pull that off? We they, don't know. Which they have yet to officially announce, even though. Even no, they've got they have officially announced, and they've got casting. I know, I know, but again, like we haven't oh, seen you're doing any conspiracy any, theory. We haven't, we haven't <laughs> seen any 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 official Production. anything, you know, right? Um, but which I'm also, which is sounds like it's going to be an origin story, right? Um, but Clint. Um, yeah, you know, he's just there to serve a purpose, which... Uh, but, See, I... And that's a reduction... Well, I, no. I, I feel that they, in this film, are are very much part of the heartbeat of films. Oh, they are. They are the hearts. And, you know, you basically have Natasha Romanoff, who has this arc of being... She you know, she, give up. She's like, we gotta find a way, and if there is she, a way, we gotta do it. Right, and she also, you know, from the beginning... They sort of switch places. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're very from from how we first mm -hmm. were introduced mm -hmm. to their, them and their relationship. She was. We learn. Oh, she has a background of you know wanting atonement for things. The mm -hmm. red in her ledger, mm -hmm. and it, apparently it was Hawkeye who, who led her through that. Yeah, to be a better person, to be mm -hmm. you know. And here she has to offer that hand to him mm -hmm. and say, "No, you, you, you I've got to get you out of this despair." What you're doing is, you know, you can't go down that road. We're going to, you know, we're going to. And she's the one who held things together in the, apparently the Avengers organization, it mm -hmm. seems. Uh, and this is, you know, I going back to uh, Whedon's whole thing with from Age of Ultron, that she doesn't, she's, she's incapable of having children. She has denied herself okay. family. And... She sees this person hurting and knows that the only way to cure that hurt is for him to get his family back. Mm. And the only way to do that 
is to get the soul stone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they Which both is sim- were willing- symbolic. It's also metaphor yeah. for, you know, the fact that these two are the heart. They're interchangeable hearts of the, of the team. Um, I need a soapbox. I really do. Okay. You got to, you, as you said, for time, do you really want to get into yes, it? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. It, okay. it needs to be addressed. So um, for a while, I've been really trying to, try to, to turn the butter here and really try to find ways to, to, to say things elegantly. Why? Because I'm not an elegant speaker, you know, by, by far, but, uh, but it's you just, make great butter. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, you know, going, uh, c- coming out of this movie, um, uh, uh, you know, my, my other best friend, he, one of the first things he says to me is, is the Russos can't direct women, you know? And I felt that I really needed to, to delve into this. Well, what does this mean? What does it mean really? Uh, I'm not that cinematically adept, even though I love watching movies. I've seen a good amount of movies in my day. Um, well, is that the Marvel Studios? I mean, Russo Brothers. I mean, it's Infinity Wars. Is it, is it End Games? And what is this? So we kind of had to talk about it. By the way, this is also coming out of um, the, uh, the third episode in Game of Thrones, uh, season eight, which was huge if you are a if you are a fan of women on cinema, you know, um, I, I'm not, I'm, I can't spoil anything because, you know, uh, my, my two partners here haven't watched the episodes yet, but, I have. but I can't help but feel that and agree that, oh, you have, I can't help but feel agree that me there, there's some truth to that, that the Russos have a hard time. And again, the Russos have a very difficult job of, Wrapping up 20, uh, uh, two, uh, 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 20 movies, 10 years of, of, a, of a cinematic universe into one package for you. And he did that in three hours, okay? And it's very tough. But in terms of the, uh, especially in the, we're living in times where gender politics is a very big issue, you know, um, in, in, in the Me Too movement, we're coming out of Mar- um, Captain Marvel, which did a great job as far as presenting uh, a really strong female character, but as far as Russo brothers goes, and you know, I'm just gonna. Um, there are three articles that I read. First from uh, from uh, the AV Club, second from In- IndieWire, and the other one from Slate. Um, Slate, um, uh, all three articles written by women. Inku Kang from Slate, uh, Kate Erbland from IndieWire, and Caroline. Uh, CAD, all right, from from the AV Cup Club, pretty much are saying the same things. It's a little bit too late, and what I mean by that, there's a scene where um, at the at the last battle, the women, um, Carol Cal Danvers, Captain Marvel, is in is just in really close range with Thanos, and um, Thanos, yeah, I mean, we know that Captain Marvel is immovable as far as power as a superpowered being goes um but yet still um thanos was he managed to take the power stone and just sort of like give, like clocks. wax her clocks her and she goes off flying all right and there you have it you have this last this one scene where all the female um, um mcu characters just sort of come together you get okoye you get um wasp you get valkyrie you get mantis you they're Pepper Potts in the rescue outfit, rescue meaning the, 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 her version of an Iron Man uh, outfit, which they call rescue. 
And um, the, the the female, there's a good consensus of females that are going, it's a little too late. You know, you're taking um, a, a cinematic universe that's been going on for 10 years, all right, which haven't had a side, uh, a Black Widow um, aside, you know, but even then, like, she was sort of kind of a minor character. I mean, um, we're more than just girl power, you know. It's not it, it, like like we're we didn't. In other words, we feel cheated that we didn't get what we've been talking about. Three main characters who've had a very complex characterization, where they've earned um, their deaths, where they've earned their places in 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 um, uh, in in the history and what's been in the events that have been going on. Here, they just throw that one scene together as if they're supposed to appreciate what they got. And again, like, again, these, the same three writers of the, of, of the articles that I, that I said, they all said at the same time, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie, but it, it's a little bit too late um, um, to really, to, to, and it sort of kind of cheapens the idea of what girl power is for them. Um, now, um, the Captain Marvel the, uh, I think there's a good consensus that what was done was a pretty good job. But the feminist movement is very complex. Like I, again, I'm not here to speak on their behalf, but I'm sympathetic, right? Because I'm an Asian American. I've yet to see a, a, an, an Asian character. What, 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 what am I getting? Wong. I'm getting Wong. You know, who's a who's a great actor. And I'm, but at the, I'm, and while I'm enjoying these movies, um, gender equality. Has yet to be. Where's my Dominican has, superhero? Has yet, well, has no, yet to what? be has yet to be addressed, right? You know. Um, now I I'm 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 kind of I you know for the sake of time, just something really just something really uh, that I just want to I, I want to read. Um, this is from the AV Club. Uh, one such big moment to show a salute the female lineup, uh, where um, Captain Marvel is tasked with carrying the Infinity Gauntlet from one end of the battlefield to the other. So, uh, when it's suggested that she'll be she'll get some backup, it arrives in the form of a splash page ready formation of women in the MCU. These women already had their big heroic entrances, entrances alongside the rest of, of the returning Avenger, so this separates bald-faced attempts to create some explicit girl power imagery. It misses the mark so badly that it can only come from a studio that made 20 movies before um, it got to one female lead. And then acted like we should all be grateful for its trailblazing feminism. Okay. Uh, the, uh, what's the other one? Um, this is Slate. Cat Marvel um, and all the other female characters get in formation, presumably for audience, audiences to rally around, around Marvel's commitment to gender equality and women's representation. Instead, the scene was immediately revealed itself as the apotheosis of the studio's expectations of fan, fans of female superheroes be satisfied with scraps while courting woke points for its supposed forward thinking. Okay. Uh, anywhere, no matter the empowering intentions here, the scene feels empty as women, some of whom only don't even have any lines in script, simply up, charge forth, and look powerful as they do. And the message is certainly good to start. Look, all, the, all of these ladies, but it's delivered with, ha with a hammy way that ultimately reduces each character to single trait. Powerful women. And again, like this is because women want to be. Not only do they want well, it's the equality. End fight scene. What? It's the end fight scene. 
Yeah, but again, it's like okay. you're you're delivering this small little yeah, small yeah. little okay. piece. All right. Large. Pro- right. Again, I'm I'm just yeah, a, yeah. I'm just. I know. I understand. Hold on, hold on. In comparison to what 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 was been given to us by in Game of Thrones in the recent and again like right now. That episode is all over the internet yes. as well as Endgame, Which right? I have not seen. Right. And to say that, well, the Russo brothers, they're, you know, like they can't, they can't write, you know, well, there are plenty of men who, Joss Whedon for, for, for one, um, is, has, has been renowned as a great f- writer of feminine characters, you know? What we got yesterday from, uh, well, we got the other day from Game of Thrones, okay? You have, okay, I'm just, this is all I'm going to say. Liana Mormont, giant killer. All right. Granted that she's a minor character, but to give women to give women their time to and again, Game of Thrones. I my wife said uh, um, uh, last week as she was watching last week's episode. She says, oh "My God, every every uh, female character is a powerful character here." You know, she I, yeah. and she has Arya. yet to see. Yeah, right. And but you don't get that from the MCU, but. That's not, and you know, and, and it's sort of really. But how many movies have there? I will, I will counter that. Brothers, I will, right? I will, I will counter that by a stock answer I get yes. from Edwarding along. Which is oh, okay. apples and oranges. Oh no, 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 no! I, this is this is nothing. There I'm may be say. ten years. The palettes, the there, palettes there are may, very different. There may be eleven years worth of Marvel Studios films, mm-hmm. but to say to try and compare what they have to do and. Mostly, you tell that to mo- the one wait, wait, one one point two billion dollars right, that are being made mostly, here with mostly two hour installments done over the course of every two years and ten hours uh, again, over the Miguel? course of how again, every season for Game of Thrones again Miguel. Miguel. no you're right you're like right listen I'm just saying yeah, it's again I I'm just I'm just trying to be a vehicle for yeah, what's being uh, okay, said I here. I don't even have okay I don't honestly and it's not our job to explain it right really I, I, it's not I, our job I don't, but here's the thing it is it is a fair argument yeah, yeah. you know Scarlett Johansson we're finally after 10 years we're finally getting her movie yeah. Okay. okay. That's and, and that's 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 I 10, also feel 20, that 20 movies I, later. I'm now here's the thing. Disney Marvel Studios it's up at this point they they're able to address a a a, a problem with African Americans, right? You know, on the with Black Panther and even then they're like how complex is that? Like that's a, that's a whole different issue. Uh they're going to give me they're going to give us Shang-Chi at some point. I don't even know what that's going to entail. And uh, now, don't get me wrong. Gay, We're all fans and, here, and, and, and a gay out lead for Eternals. Right. I, now, I, again, I, the, I, the palettes are very different with Game of Thrones yeah, Ed, and for what I we're just, getting here. I, I, I the palettes get, are very different. Ed, have are you off the soapbox? Okay, because I don't have. I don't even have. It's. I. I have only one. Very I have fair only assessments. Two they're things. Very to, fair, I have only two things criticisms. to say about this. One is, I feel that it is very easy to cherry pick any kind of outrage online. Mm-hmm. And two is, criticizing that moment, having seen Again. the response already, mm-hmm. I'm in places like superhero hype, where frankly, a lot of knuckle dragger types. Yeah. It all that kind of stuff does is is gives them ammunition. Oh, that was but, pandering. But here's oh, the thing, this. though. But there, there Whereas are in my opinion, there are actual Ed, critics. Ed, 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 in my opinion, right. that moment 
was not just about girl power. The point of that scene Mm -hmm. was to honor the missing and and KIA killed in action Black Widow Mm -hmm. because the line Mm -hmm. is a re uh, is repurposed from Infinity War, right? Where uh, was it Okoye and uh, 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 Black Widow? She's not alone, and she's not alone. She's not alone, and stating and looking at that lineup of Mantis, an Asian Mm -hmm. an Asian actress Mm -hmm. playing that. uh, Which, an African descent mm-hmm. uh, a character, not I, only in the Wakandan representation, but Valkyrie. Right. Uh, Scarlet Witch. But here's the thing, yeah, again, again you say, uh, uh, let, me, let me finish. Yeah, the, these characters yeah. have been built up. Marvel, you, we can you complain. Tell that to... Wait, we can complain mm-hmm. absolutely about the first five years of Marvel and to a certain degree, and Look, look, look. And using like the things... and using the hand that they were given in that I'm that's... sorry that Captain America is well, a white guy. I'm sorry that the Tony fan, Stark they're, is they're, a white guy. I'm sorry that Miguel, Thor is a listen, white guy. There that's are what fans, they but they have been moving towards these things. Miguel Velez. Wait, wait. They and, Miguel Velez. Look at what there are fans, the equal, men that... and women. They love this stuff. Right. Yes. Okay. I, I um, but but again, it it's took like, us down a, a, a turn here. I'm not even sure to begin with. What important. was the purpose? The purpose was was is that there are pros and cons to the movie. Yes, there certainly you are. Know? And but I'm not. And and the thing is, like you know, like, I, I, like I, I've said my bit. We're I want to move on. Okay. Uh, because okay, I, I it, it this feels incredibly left field. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it feels incredibly left field to me. In the sense, and well, I am, and I am always one to speak on issues like this. This feels tempest in a teacup to me. This feels like oh, it's one thing to listen. It's one thing I to find as, 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 as a perfect celebrate. example. I'm going to say, but you know what? But I think that fans have a right to to be able to say. And again, I'm just a vehicle. I'm just I guess a vehicle. I know fans have a right to All say. Right. I if you, like, you open I need, the door, I, let me just say I deserve. Here is an issue wherein there is an online outrage factory on all sides of the political spectrum. Right, right, where someone goes on and says, "Look at the liberals," and someone's complaining about this issue. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's used as a cudgel against progressive goals and against progressive people, mm-hmm. and says. Look at them making a big deal about this issue, and and then they then foment more outrage over someone else's outrage, mm. and then when you actually get down to it, the truth is there aren't really as many people. And if you want to find someone complaining about something online, it's really really easy. Is there actually well, okay. a large scale outrage about this? Listen, as and more as, importantly, can you say all I'm Marvel saying is, all I'm as saying a is, studio who I have been very, very critical of? 
So I'm not coming just, as some shill who needs to defend very, them. Again, can I you say that they have not taken very sympathetic? Have you t- to, not taken in comparison, any, comparison to, any any parts of in this? comparison to when what you have I want, what, uh, like from from a, again from a different medium that's from a different palette, you know, um, and how women are being written in. Have any of these characters earned um, been given an opportunity to earn um, their place yet? Now again, things I'm hoping that. That with their with with their billion with their billions that they were able to move to move progressively in in um, in terms of characterization and storylines, you know, um, and you know what? Listen, it's a blessing to be to be living in a time. Does it's, that mean they should cancel the future? No, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. And and like, also, does that mean that there was no work? I mean, in this I, movie alone. Nebula, Gamora, okay, that's, Black Widow, listen, hold on, hold on, Valkyrie. Hold on, hold on. They're not only strong female this, characters who have been given important parts in this previous is films, why, listen, but they are. You want me to get on the soapbox to get get off? Because listen, you know, I can get in more to it. I I got really brief with these articles. They get into that. They, yeah, they address, you, you literally they dr- read three articles, Ed. No, I read. <laughs> I just gave you a bullet point right, of the I articles. Know, okay, I'm, and I, I, listen, listen, listen. You I, don't have to. You don't have to give your counterpoint to that. I, but, I don't want to because listen, I'm not I know even you. Sure why it was brought up in the you. first place? I know it's but, but because if we're hitting Black Widow, okay, as one of the original um, um, uh, core members of the group, then then you know her placement in this deserves us to be addressed in this sort of fashion. Where well, what is what's her, what's the whole point of putting her in the first place? You know, um, because they could have put in any other character in, right? Um, she's not Wonder Woman, but she's, you know, but they're like... But in fact, she has, through these films, mm-hmm. she's getting a solo movie for a reason. Right, and that's all I'm saying She is, has, She has resonated. Is if I've, read, if I've learned anything up. from these articles... Ed, Ed, we're, as a comic years. book fan, as a comic book fan, right. let's be honest, all right? You mm-hmm. want to talk about giving people chances and all the rest... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've always loved Black Widow. I love Black right, Widow. Right, but are we honestly going to pretend mm-hmm. that she had the importance in the 40, 50 years Absolutely she was in comics not. as compared to what they had done with that character Absolutely not. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? So therefore, I but mean, again, look, listen, look, I, 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 I just... I know you. This is complex because it's, these comic it's very books complex. were originated in like the 30s, 40s, right? And 50s exactly. And 60s, here's the, here's and we're bringing it into I'm only, I'm only placing this. I'm only placing this um, for the audience. But at the same time, I, I know you feel is, you feel the need to counter this. Like, right? I not even feel. But I this just, is a fair feels, argument. I, it's no, fair. It doesn't and I'm need not, to be countered. But then we got to open the door. Where is my transgender superhero? Right. And we need to like now berate everyone. Oh, which, which is yeah, exactly. Where's my Cuban superhero? Where's my Where's my Dominican brother? Not like. That's what I mean. For the focus of this movie, like I just like I just feel that, and I'm sympathetic to the arguments that, for the purpose of this movie alone, that that things kind of fall short. That's it. I'm off. I don't want to talk about anymore. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. I. I, No, I don't want to talk about anymore. So we're not going to talk about it. Right. (laughs) Yeah, you're grumbling is actually in addressing addressing this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Moving on to the next characters. 
Uh, thanks, thanks for not addressing this by rolling your eyes. Yes, I, yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's a thing called rhythm and timing and all the rest, and I kind of let you know that. Yeah, really, I have to say really, this. <laughs> you, no, you but this be, was if this you want to be real, if you want to be real, you want to be real. This is what happens I, when someone else gets on the sofa. I know, right? but it's just like I, I listen, don't know. I'm not that, shooting anything down here. I feel that there I'm was not shooting. No, 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 no. Listen. No, Miguel, you well, don't the, get, no, you no, don't no, get no, to say how also, you feel Also, anymore. also, it, it's, I'm being true. I'm being very I truthful know. in you my should, response. You should, you should, but listen. Of like. Drive the ship, man, drive the ship, I, come on. Exactly. You, I, this I is have a, to. This is a very I, difficult I, ship I, to drive. I, I, you gotta I have, drive it. I have to, I, I have to okay? now. And we're I'm not gonna, editing, editing I wanna this end, out. I, I wanna you end. You can't. I wanna end this with the last character, which is the villain of the piece which is uh, Josh Brolin's Thanos. Now, I feel that there's a consensus on Ryan. Some people feel he's not as impressive in this film as he was in Infinity War. But like I said, I think that that's because he's... Thanos-centric. It's, yes, it's not his story. It's the, the story, story ended with the with the decapitation. <laughs> yeah, it had that. Which, by the way, I honestly feel you still can get some juice out of that in this sense. Um, if you ever want to bring Thanos back, because the Infinity Gauntlet is the greatest MacGuffin of all time, uh, I I would just be like, he he cloned himself. He made a copy. He made a double. Uh, because an interesting point from the comics is that the stones can't destroy themselves. Mm -hmm. That's been attempted in the comics before in stories. Uh, and even Reed Richards couldn't make that work. And the gems always come back in some form. And I would be like, well, he 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 made a copy. That's the power signature that they that they had. But but going with what the story is on the surface in the film, um, you know, he has this religious zeal, and there's a there's a, a there's a coolness to him in Infinity War because of his commitment mm -hmm. and all the rest. Here, it is a little more pro forma supervillain. It is a little more like, like, I'm here to do this thing and, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's less of the philo philo philosophizing and stuff. But I would point out that, no, I think, I think he is still very, very good. I think he is, as I said, this is Hungry Wolf Thanos. This is, you know almost backed into a corner, but also quite brilliant because there's this sort of like, oh, I'm from the Thanos from 2014. I'm looking for these gems. I have to go on these quests. I've got all these schemes. Oh, wait, you're telling me these guys have already collected them for me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind if I do. Yeah. Yoink. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... You know, again, ultimately, like you said, it's not his story in this mm -hmm. film. And he gets this great... And the poetry of it, of, you know, Iron Man being the one to, 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 to pull it off. And also, he still has this strange nobility because once he sees and Tony does the snap, mm -hmm. he kind of goes back to that zen. He, he sits down in almost the exact same pose As he did. and manner of when he finished what he 
thought, you know, he accomplished his mission and goes back to the garden planet in Infinity War. It's the exact same pose, mm-hmm. the exact same camera And work. it's not a, and then just like, well, it's just like, this is the end here. This is in. This is it. I guess, I guess these I guys, I guess these guys do lose. I, yeah. I guess I do lose. I guess they do win. And, uh, it was very beautiful. I think he's brought something. I'm not going to go so far. In, I, I think Thanos is a great villain. I'm not on the Academy Award train here. Um, it's very, and I, I'm also would say that for for this, this is a great popcorn film. It's very emotional and hits a lot of beats. I might, I might say Academy Award for Best Picture as a general. It has such a great picture. It's and it's always weird, and I might be give the I got me give the Drusos a, a best director thing, but I don't know if I would give RDJ a best actor or Evans. The they're I would grade on the curve. This is really great stuff for a modern comic book superhero movie. I don't know if I put it's not twelve years. Of, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. have that kind of. <laughs> it's not that kind of film. Um. Uh. What did you guys think of 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 how Thanos was? Um, you know, knowing the, I know you've never been a a, a a fan of Thanos from the comics, right? You Which know, you, let me ask that: Did this? Did you at least become? Were you impressed with? Thanos I would say though. His, I would in, say in though the that, that the um, there is way more dimension, especially from the Thanos from the beginning of the movie, where he's he's got his retirement home. <laughs> he hangs up his his uh he's got the 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 his armor as 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 a scarecrow and uh and he's like I'm ready to die you know like you know this is it for me and and uh I'm I'm making my my pot of whatever you know um do and, as you must I have already won you know a thanos that's like yeah you're here I'm here there really isn't much for 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 us to do you know um um and these these guys are just like, tell me what where is where is the where are the stones you know, destroyed. Listen, guys, hey, you know, like, you guys want some coffee? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know that you guys like you know want to know what the stone. I got rid of them. Hey man, they're not uh, in you know? like, <laughs> Thor. You you down for something? You want a little tea in there, man? Come on. <laughs> so, but at but you know I that scene where he thinks he's got the glove in his hand. And he tries to snap it again. They're like, there's something really like sinister. Like, yes, I want to be sinister again. This is my this is my second chance to do what I did the first time around. Ah, that doesn't really happen that way. I mean, uh, it's, it makes you think about how how um, how much of an uh, uh, how much of an intellect he is, you know, because he believes that he's more powerful, he's smarter, he's you know, to the to the futurists of all futurists, Tony Stark, you know, who. By the way, that's a that's a master stroke, right? No, that's not the gauntlet. This is the gauntlet. I I thought I thought what was interesting is uh, what he everyone in the in Infinity War. You had that subset of a lot of fans who were kind of like, no, 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 Thanos is a, this is a reasonable plan. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh he he makes a good point. And it's like, I love that in this, it's like, no, this is supervillain stuff. The key is not necessarily, in my opinion, making the supervillain reasonable. He's not called 
he's not called the uh the mad titan for, for no reason for no yeah reason. he's not called the well-adjusted titan <laughs> <laughs> he's the mad titan and this was sort of going guys underneath it all whatever it is the only re- you know this is not re- a reasonable response to anything this is still super villain insanity and drink it all in you know it's great supervillain insanity, you know, Brolin monologues with the best of them, and he certainly gives it in this film. And I think no better way to end out the review, uh, because, you know, there is no story without this villain mm-hmm. and without a, a great challenge for the heroes to overcome. Mm-hmm. And it's through him that we get those moments with Captain America, that we get those moments with, with, with Tony Stark, that they were able to deliver those sort of things. Overall, ending with Thanos shows just how grand a film this is. And the reason we're going to have to have a part two to talk about discuss Fallout is to include things like, not just the fates of some of these other characters we didn't talk about, and we should, again, because... Some of them are, are tied up in other things like Falcon and Winter Soldier or or Scarlet Witch. That's really to talk about them, given that they only show up at maybe the end of the film, is that they are going on to other things. And there's fallout. Um, things, you know, questions of, you know, where does the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, go from here? What is what happens? Who's the next Thanos? What's the what can they do to top this? And that subject and much, much more will be covered in our next part because similar to Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, there's no way to finish on all the topics that this storyline brings up, but to be in another episode of oh what's this oh oh john we have to leave um oh he's ready what, for his that? meds he's ready for his meds no 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 this is y- 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 no i don't um, want the applesauce hey, listen i don't want the miguel, applesauce miguel it's all right well we'll, we'll we'll see you next week okay we'll see you're you gonna bring week. yarn right yeah yeah we'll bring the yarn we'll you bring, bring more yarn. you'll bring, bring yarn, yarn. okay it'll be all right it's, it's okay. gonna be okay it's, it's gonna be good i don't i you ready john you ready john um so yeah Uh, don't don't worry i'll bring tell my mom uh, i'll I'll talk to your mom all right is and i uh, want uh uh they don't they won't let me have spoons in here all right no spoons no spoons that's okay well uh until next time we'll we'll be be to to be continued yeah yeah to be continued continued. continued. it'll be all right